Blog Talk Radio. Shout out to my words. They represent the realness. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. Extraordinaire, beat maker, beat rhymer, <laughs> website creator, interviewer. You didn't even, even hear the lover, beginning of the song clip. Friend, I, I didn't. I'm, I'm no. bummed. I Dolph Ziggler did it. Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler did it. What? You did a record scratch? I did. I did. Here, I'll replay it. Because <laughs> it's so cool. I mean, Jurassic Park is a really good, like, introduction, though, don't they? I would say so. Huh. God, that just sounds great. Of course, it does. two days ago, the 25th anniversary, Kyle, of Jurassic Park. I remember, I have fond memories seeing it opening night in the theaters there. Oh. About eight seconds, here comes the record scratch, because it's great. Oh. That's why you're the man Holy shnikes Um, Welcome (laughs) to the Pop Cultures It is I, Alex Mello And again, two times, two times Gotta mention them twice Kyle, have fine Adam How are you, sir? Good, man Uh, I ate some fry bread earlier Which is great Interesting Let me turn post Some fly bread or fry fry bread? Uh, It is fly because it is fry bread But Fry bread, which goes on Indian tacos, which is amazing. Oh, yeah, that's your new gimmick, isn't it? It is, because uh, I guess I'm, well, I mean, she's like mixed, but 
Their family's like traditional native also. So Okay. I eat fried bread. Had that. This looks interesting. So it's like what is this? Okay. Interesting. So, you know what bread I'm eating? I'm eating mm, like that carbless bread that you can make. <laughs> and it tastes it actually doesn't taste bad. But you're still like eating, you're like, wow, six carbs. Keto week number trace. That's all I got <laughs> Did you get my uh, message to the group, by the way? How I said you had me Which looking one? like Rico, but you came in just on time, yeah. so you you pushed me off. I wasn't I wasn't dangling on the turnbuckles for like five <laughs> minutes asking where where are you, Jeff? So you're sorry, I, was, I appreciate <laughs> that. I'm sorry, I was engaged in a uh, a, a family conversation about farts. So which that's how it it's goes healthy. Down. Did yeah, you know the I mean, average person that, farts like sixteen times a day, man? That's it. 16? Yeah. You like well, I guess man. in your sleep too, you're like crushing it, but you'll never know. I just I just witnessed uh someone at a very young age release like 12 bombs in less than a minute. So <laughs> I don't know. I mean, she's already probably beat that 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 average, but you know, she's Woo! she's definitely on point when it comes to that. Like adult time, <laughs> you're like, "Good god, are you okay, dude? Do we need to change the diet?" Like more fiber? What do we need to do? Um, <laughs> as long as it don't uh, rip your nose hairs off from the smell, you should be good. Almost. It it, it almost definitely was. I can't. I, I still can't get over how awesome that intro is, as well as what's awesome. Uh, awesome show that we have for you guys tonight. Uh, yeah, box office beatdown. See if uh, the the ladies of Ocean's Eight could take out the uh, the young. Smuggler out of uh, you know a galaxy far far away. Could Deadpool make a highway, or could Tony Collette and the craziness of Family uh, kind of overtake the uh, the top spot? We'll find out. As well as, I mean, let, we're we're just gonna preview the champ of next week already. Uh, a movie that's near and dear to my heart. Finally, getting a sequel. Um, that, you know, finally about five years ago, Kyle, I was like, you know what? I'm fine with never seeing the Incredibles. I'm bummed I mm-hmm. never got to purchase a Frozone figure, but Kyle, oh, I yeah. saw it at Walmart and I almost so- cried. Really? Did you really? My favorite character ever, Frozone. Frozone? Um, I'm playing is I'm playing two Disney games actually to like get myself hyped up for it. Okay. <laughs> and I like one of them. Is like a dis like Disney Battle Mode is the name of the game, and Whoa. I just started like literally like three minutes, so it's not anything major yet. But I did get Frozone and Elastigirl or Woman. Yep, yep, nice. That's gonna be tight. Oh. What? So is this like a mobile game? Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I've just been on that like that kick again, like ever since downloading uh, Let's Play Pro Wrestling, which is the New Japan. Um, yeah. Almost like mobile know? version of NWO uh WCW No Mercy. <laughs> is that a game that you can like mirror on your TV and play it that way or like via a, a a game controller like if you bluetooth it? You can, but I mean it's all it's it's Are the very like easy? It's super easy. Actually, it's just pick and select. Um what you do is you have three <laughs> moves. <laughs> you only have three moves. But you get to, like, switch them out and upgrade them from time to time because depending on who you face, that move could be weak or it could be very strong. So you kind of have to alternate your moves from time to time, which gives you, like, a, a move set. But um, 
Um, you have three moves to choose from, and then your opponent has three moves to choose from. And they pick a move, you pick a move, and whichever move is stronger between the two, that person gets to do that move. Um, which then would take health away, and you could pin them, submit them. There's tag team matches you can do. That's awesome. Um, but, and it looks like legit been, moves, too. It is. Um, it's, it's really insane, because... Um, they even show like the hair swishing back and forth on this mobile game, and I'm like, wow, wow. that is. It's like damn near Nintendo 64 graphics for mobile oh, gaming, if not better, which still is just the best games. Aren't those it is. like the best wrestling games ever before? Like the original SmackDown games, I guess, for like PlayStation 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my I God, think it's um, awesome. Revenge and, and No Mercy are probably and my op two, or top two uh, games of all time. Um, La Parka runs out with the chair, like 2D style. It's awesome. <laughs> what was uh what we used Hockey to do? Man. Yeah, yeah. And um Executioner was dope and Goldberg. Yes. Were like my top two because he used to do combos. <laughs> <laughs> but did, like, like three imaginary characters, a lucha, and then oh yeah, Bill Goldberg. <laughs> 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 me and my cousin, we used to do, like, back in the time, they only allowed, like, four men in the ring, like, and that was their version of a Royal Rumble, but we used to have it to where, like, pin, like pinfalls anywhere, and so it was, like, a very long match, but it was so fun to do, like, when it was two against, like, 28, in a sense, but it was all either pinfall or submission, you couldn't throw them over the top rope, so that's what made it even longer, but it was fun. You don't really do it that too much. It seems interesting. Yeah, it it seems like a really cool game. And 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 ladies and germs, like Kyle, like had I don't know, like a twelve page document on how to download this game via an <laughs> app store within an app store on the dark web, like step by step instructions he sent in our group chat, and uh, it was pretty damn amazing. Yeah, Ryan got to play it. He said he's getting whooped on. Um, I just stopped getting About whooped time on. About time he gets beat in something. Jeez. I know. <laughs> I stopped jobbing finally. Um, but nice. um, I'm so on this road to New across, Japan. Do you play people across the land? You can. You can play people in Japan or, or whoever else That's happens awesome. to magically download it like me. Um, otherwise, you can start your career mode, which is Road to Japan. Or Road to New so Japan, which lion? yeah, you actually start out with black trunks, black tights, and you can't buy gear until oh. you earn money for it. That's I said black trunks, black tights. I'm sorry, black tights, black boots, <laughs> as they do. But you get the uh, underwear tights. I don't care what you like, said. I'm I'm in heaven. <laughs> yeah, you're I too want young this now. Yeah, That's it's tight. it's it's a fun game. I'm kind of addicted to it, but I need to chill out. And they're like, you're gonna, they're bro, of, don't chill out on that, man. That sounds like tight shit. They're motion of like um, pay to play, which like here in the U.S., when you want to get the top dollar of everything, it's like a hundred bucks, like for packages. And New Japan is like half that, which is really dangerous. I mean, not that I would spend money on games, but I'm just saying people like <clears throat> Ryan, <clears throat> uh, who likes to do that type of stuff, I, I yep, see that yep. dangerous for him because it's it's half off of everything. <laughs> but they Daddy have Warbucks um, must be happy. That is true. And they have like AJ Styles, Kenny Omega, uh they have the Okada with the dope pants, which shouts to Ryan the by the way pants? for uh 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 with the dope pants. Okada? Yeah, the purple pants though, the one he yeah. was uh Demtris hates. I love those yeah. pants. Yeah. Did you 
you read that article, right? And I don't mean to like talk wrestling on our our movie show, but no, let's um, talk wrestling. It's a pop culture <laughs> show. They just had the best show of the year. I'm saying it was better than Wrestle Kingdom 12. Damn it! I'm saying Kenny Okada four was better than Kenny o- or uh, Omega Okada one, two, and three. So yes, Shouts it's pop goat. culture. It's changing the game. New Japan Pro Wrestling, get with it. Sorry WWE, Shit. sorry childhood, sorry nostalgia, <laughs> but New Japan Pro Wrestling is where it is at. Question for you: Feels What was that? Uh, that up? Uh, <laughs> did you just Batista us? Oh God! <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> deal with it. Because I'm Drex. Um, my question was, though, what was that uh, pop culture reference that Jericho used with his face paint? Um, I, at first, when they showed him walk down, the, he, the way he had the bowler hat and the jacket, I was like, oh, it's Alex from A Clock Orange, and that's tight. Uh-huh. Then they showed his face, and I was like, wait, is he the crow? What's going on? Is he Pagliacci? Like... I didn't know if it was like a goth punk type, you know, type of look there or an homage to various different things. But, yeah, I I don't think he's even really said yet. But, you know, it it was definitely an homage to a lot of different things, which I I thought it was. And I I think this is a character. I don't think he's in the Warriors. Actually, I think he's just a character made up in uh, in the video game. But there's a character who wore that hat with that face paint, but he was part of the clowns gang. And I don't remember him in uh, the Warriors, but for some reason that's what it reminded me of. If you ever played the video game? Um, I don't remember the villain's name, but he was like one of the bosses you had to beat. He's pretty tight. That sounds. Tight. But I, I forgot that was a game. That game was really awesome. Did oh, that game was like. Not? Oh hell yeah! Like that. Um, they had this game called King of the Hill which was on Warriors, which was fun. And then the co-op missions were fun. Like, it was a two-player game, and me and my cousin just wrecked it, like, with no problems. We even <laughs> played it, like, over, because that's how fun that game was to us. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it looked tight. I mean, I, there, there's a lot of those games where I'm like, God, I wish I would have played that back on PlayStation 2. But uh, anyways, we have... We're going to talk about that. Did you check out Dominion yet? No, I've been waiting to get the green light from Ryan because we we share accounts, and okay. I feel like well, he told me that you can't put more than one stream on, like you can't do more 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 than two screens on one account, I guess. So like, <laughs> uh, um, I just wait on him to be like, I'm not watching it, and I'll watch it because I really want to see, um, Jericho's match and then Kenny Okada. Honestly, the whole show is great, but I would probably start from the uh, the Bucks match all the way down. You could skip the oh, six man with um with Bullet Club and the Legends, Tanahashi, um, Mysterio, and Liger. Which, by the way, this match made me like Mysterio just due to the fact that his mask was awesome. Uh, but, I didn't see uh, it. Did he have tights? Bucks, huh? Did he have tights with like the boot fit tights? Um. Possibly. I forget that like, much because I was too in awe of his awesome mask. <laughs> See, like, I don't like Mysterio when he wears the, like, Okada style, like, where it drapes over the boot. I like ones that, like, fit with the boot, like, goes inside, kind of. 
And so, mm-hmm. like, uh, what Jericho will wear, or even Triple H when he first started, like, though, like even Tanahashi, like his his pants, like if Triple if Rey Mysterio wears those, like it's all like I I'm happy because it reminds me of WCW era and also the Royal Rumble which he wore boot cut tights as well. Man, I'm gonna say no. I I don't know what he wore. I, like I said, his mask was just too tight. Um, but uh, <laughs> but definitely the bottom three. You gotta watch the IWGP Junior with uh Os- Will Osprey and, and Hiromu Takahashi. Another classic. I I honestly would say five star. Um, this past episode on WrestleCast Radio, uh, Monday 6 p.m. Central Central Standard Time. Um, I'm not going to lie. I was kind of out New Japaning Ryan. He was like, oh, I was kind of casually watching. I was like, how was I more intensely watching it than you? And, you know, he, he said, I mean, he still had great insight, but I was just like, wow, I'm totally out New Japaning you this episode, which is the first time and probably the last time that will ever happen. But there was still kind of a <laughs> nice feeling. But the matches were, were a masterpiece. I mean, they, they are an art form. Uh, Naito and Jericho, just a grudge match for the ages. And of course, the title match, uh, probably being the best match of the year. Like I said, I would think so far the best of the series. <coughs> so, by the way, <coughs> God, I'm 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 dying. But um, <coughs> I forgot my question already. Oh, you got you got to re- you got to release it. And then I got it. Inhale. <laughs> I got it. It's a Starcast. <laughs> Is that what it's called? The All In. Yes. Event. Um, so I hear Punk is showing up to that, but do you think he's going to come to All In, or is he just... Because, I mean, Dana well, White pretty much said bye, boy. Yeah, he's he's gone. You, of course, see him winning the trial against Dr. Amon uh, in that WWE uh, lawsuit that he faced. Uh, but, of course, as we know, lost uh, his UFC match against Mike Jackson, which Daniel Bryan called out on uh, on video, which I thought was interesting. But yeah, CM Punk doing a signing that Friday on the 31st, I believe, um, over at Pro Wrestling Tees there. Um, so he might show up. Obviously, he's going to be in the building on Saturday at the All-In event. Um, it'll be interesting. Of course, a lot of speculation, of course, with, uh, you know, Kenny Omega, you know, appearing. Um, hopefully, um, Okada's going to be there. So there's plenty of names where, you know, he could show up. I think if they just show him on screen or if he comes out and just does a little, you know, speech, I think that would be more than enough. Uh, but, of course, you know, a lot of people want more and more. Of course, Daniel Bryan has yet to resign that we know of with the WWE and his contract. Uh, coincidentally, uh, expires, I believe, on the 31st of August. So definitely enough time to uh, be hashtag all in. In Chicago, <laughs> Illinois, uh, where myself and Ryan uh, WrestleCast Radio will be there, along with inter- Intern The more he um, continues to wrestle big cast, the more we uh, feel like we're going to see uh, Dean Malenko and Daniel Bryant. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh, man, Dean Malenko's rad. Uh, Armbar, <laughs> I would say the best scenario out of this is he beats Cass. The Miz comes, and then they finally get their match at SummerSlam. The match to really end his WWE career on because, A, it's bookends it because he got his start on the NXT uh, show under the tutelage of The Miz, which he hated, which was a storyline, you know, that's progressed during his whole E career um, to finally then end it and then go back 
to the outside the universe, if you will. I don't even want to call it independent anymore because it's such a beautiful renaissance, a rebirth of professional wrestling, if you will. And uh, I, I would not be surprised, and I think the, the roof will blow off um, over there in uh, the Sears Center, and I cannot, cannot wait. Mm. I am uh, jealous. But I'm also excited for you guys because I think that's really cool that you, A, got invited to Podcast Row for uh, StarCast, which I think is really dope. You get to see Marty Scroll doing his karaoke thing. Yeah, that's, man, I would love to. But there's something else going on that night where I think I might, it's like, uh, God, what is it? I think it's like a WCW retrospective or something where I'm like, of course I would love to party with Marty, but uh, who knows? Maybe I could be at two places at once, as long as it doesn't look like Party Marty. Because that looks Photoshopped as hell. But you know what? It isn't going to be Photoshopped. The Incredibles 2 coming out this weekend, uh, among a few other films into the upcoming movies. Kyle has a surprise. Uh, Surprise as well. Uh, Saw a movie this past weekend. Uh, Unfortunately, did not hit the trifecta, but did see uh, one of the big ones. Uh, I will review Ocean's 8. Kyle will review Killer Clowns in Outer Space. We'll get into a Mellow's a Manic Movie Minute. We'll also go back in time. Um, and we'll, we'll talk the summer of 1993 again with the awesome uh, intro Kyle had. Uh, Jurassic Park again, debuting 25 years ago, uh, June 11th. Uh, so just a couple of days ago, the big anniversary. So we'll kind of give our uh, five of the summer when I was eight and Kyle was like five. So maybe he doesn't have uh, a clear recollection, but maybe hey, as he kid. was older. That's not even a 90s Sadly, <laughs> Kyle. Sadly, Kyle. <laughs> This list I was looking at, I, I had the realization that I saw 90% of that shit in the movie theaters. And I was eight. No. But we'll get to that in the second segment. Also, some Kyle musical <laughs> mantra. I think I found my album of summer, if not the year. Um, talk a little Kid Sea uh, Go, the Kanye Kid Cudi album. Also, we'll, uh, we'll talk uh, week three. Um, in the Soda Sound Radio uh, Summer Rap Bracket Spectacular. Um, yeah. And, and I, I cannot wait to, to kind of get on that preview there. Uh, but first, we got to pay some bills. Uh, we'll be back in two and two. And uh, hey, deer hunters, hunting season's approaching. Uh, at Strong Style Media has got something for you. Check out FMLSolutionsInc.com and uh, check out a little bit more. And we'll be back in two and two. Looking to get a head start on deer hunting season? Let FML Solutions point you in the right direction. Hi, Alex from Strong Style Media here, letting our listeners know deer season just got a heck of a lot easier. FML Solutions offer a fantastic deer stand that only takes 30 minutes to assemble and disassembles with no tools required. The best part, though, is its ingenious design allows it to double as a cart to haul your trophy back to the truck. FML Solutions is a made-in-the-USA product manufactured right here in Minnesota. Check out FML Solutions on Facebook by searching FML Solutions INC and visit FMLSolutionsInc.com to learn more about this innovative deer stand. Your late night hip hop and R&B podcast, Soda Sound Radio, hosted by Kyle Halfpint Adams, every Thursday night right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Catch up on your latest on hip hop and R&B, and hear Minnesota talent. 
at 10 p.m. Central. But if you trust the way I feel, I won't fold from the cards that you deal. Let's journey life together and make it worthwhile. Can't take it back like time See, my life is like a movie, no rewinding. Killing mics like I got a license. Conviction. My belief don't have religion, just a higher power. Who power? I'm not so happy with it. But I take a breath, regain my pet, check my feet when I'm walking to see if it ain't. I seen it all more than I care to reveal. I'm always sure to clear the air for the real. That's why I'm aiming at the grill, man, because it's how I feel. Nobody being sincere. We need some changes for real. Again, that's Thursdays right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Thursdays at 10 p.m. Central. And if you're a musician, you want to get your music heard on the show, send the MP3 over to Soda Sound at strongstylemedia.com. Enut. Enut. This right here is Alpha Brain. I just drank some of this in a shake. I got to tell you right now, I couldn't be more clear. You're Clarity. 50, so I use it. I don't do anything without it. I'm addicted to I, it. I know, but I'm 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 48, but I feel like I'm 26. I have a boner right now. But I have so much energy. Like I actually, I, I'm I'm. And I took an Alpha Brain. I never do. I I want to fight you. I want to fight you. I want to go, chin down, and I want to bang, bang. Oh. Hey, I'm Dr. Asking. What's up? He's been distraught ever since his friend smoked him last week in fantasy football. Now he's grabbed this post and he won't respond. He's got Luzonic plays. What is He's a loser. He's not a loser. Okay, he's a loser. What can he do? With DraftKings, he could have easily challenged his friend to a rematch. Okay, I can't. What are you doing? I can't see that. You need glasses. I'm also an optometrist. At DraftKings, you can play free private contests whenever you want. Strong Style Media presents... Sportscast Radio, the one that started it all, with your host, Ryan Cook, and me, Jordan Jiskra. We're going to be giving you everything, and I mean everything from baseball, football, basketball, hockey, field hockey, soccer, bobsled, basketball, survivor, even that weird sport where they do the hurdles and jump puddles in track and field. All right, maybe not that one, but from the college to the pros and from the rings to the rink, we've got you covered. Sportscast Radio. is the moment fans around the world have been waiting for. It's time! Yeah, baby! Welcome to the box office video. Welcome back to the Pop Culturist. Senor Punk um, is in the house here. Uh, Kyle, how you doing, man? Uh, I'm freaking out over this news. I said you're a liar. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, no way! <laughs> like, straight edge society punk. That'd be tight, wouldn't it? In the Espanol, yeah. no more cervezas out there about, in um, Lucha Underground. Whoa, why is that? Because he's straight edge, bro. That's true. Um, did you notice, though, people in response. the crowd, they have those What's wooden two-by-fours. They have those wooden two-by-fours, and, like, they made Pentagon Jr.'s chops. What the hell are you talking about? That sounds amazing, but what? 
in Lucha Underground. So, like, when every time somebody gives a chop, Pentagon Jr. Uh-huh. in particular, you will see somebody in the crowd take the two-by-fours and slam them together, like, to Ooh. line up the uh, sound of the chop. So, it like, yeah, really? but they like, be, yeah, hidden in the crowd, but you can still see it. Like, they didn't hide it too much. I uh, I kind of want to see that now because uh, I, I finally got El Rey on high def. On my cable yeah. provider, it's only in standard. And so I'm like, I, I can't watch that. I'm I'm, I'm too good for that. Not you too good, on you know, I, I'm better for that. Oh, I do. It's, it's atrocious. Yeah. All I mean, Harry I Potters are in SD. And yep. uh, Megan was like, you should watch Harry Potter. And I'm like, no, no. no. not under that. It it, it ruins the 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 experience, man. It does. But I like, can't watch Jumanji. That's SD. Oh, but that was a good film. I love it, but I can't watch it because it's SD. It would bother me. Yeah, seriously, the my smoldering blood would is boil. The same. It's 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 crazy. I the agree. The smoldering is not nothing. The <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Hey, I smoldered the other day. By the way, I thought it was pretty cool. And I was going to bring it up last week, but I, I failed. But now that you brought up Jumanji, I get to relive it. And smoldering is actually really fun. Have you tried it? Uh, every second, <laughs> dude. No. Um, no, unfortunately, I, I am the anti-smoldering. I, I am unsmolderable, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. I I probably smoldered for the both of us because it was a, a surprise. <laughs> oh! oh, man. I love it. You know what else was a surprise? Um, Hotel Artemis not making anything. Uh, that's kind of a sad thing. Uh, opening up at number eight, uh, a little over three million. I'm surprised there's not an audience for this. I, I, I really wanted to see this, but I was being the good person and said, yeah, let's go see Ocean's 8. Sure. I don't get it. Like, that that has such a good cast. Like, I understand if it had the uh, Megaminds type of, was that what it's called? Ma- Megaminds? Masterminds? Whatever it is. But that movie's like 10 years old and it got released like 10 years after production. So like yeah. it wasn't the same. Um, and, and I thank you for ruining it for me, by the way, because I thought I was going to be able to like it. But you're just like, this movie's too old. And I'm like, you're right. And um, <laughs> Damn it, I other than that, again. <laughs> I know. Other than that, um, I feel like this has a really good cast and it should have done better than eight. Agree. At least I mean, you get Jodie Foster, who rarely acts anymore. She's moved on to directing, which directed a, a hell of an episode on this past season of Black Mirror. Uh, Jeff Goldblum, who's always fun and amazing. Zachary Quinto, who's great in anything from Heroes to Star Trek to anything uh, the American Horror Story-wise. Uh, Batista, Sterling K. Brown, was having a breakout uh, a couple of years, especially with This Is Us, but this year next year it's just nothing but Sterling K. Brown and I'm totally fine with that like I said before I've been a fan since Army Wives and and that's a crazy statement but it's true and and I'm happy for all of his success there Um, but you know this just has a and there's a kajillion other people in this movie Um, Jenny Slate especially but you're just like yeah how did this not find an audience it's 
the other inhabitants of John Wick's world are kind of in the hotel, except this is a hospital just with a hotel name. Like, again, how come this couldn't get a, a you know, especially in the summer, like $15 million uh, because nothing else was making jack shit. And especially when that's your second movie of the week, only only getting $15 million. Apparently, people are kind of uh, over the, the, uh, the big blockbusters, possibly. I'm not sure. Uh, but uh, I, I, I plan to check this out. I pl- I'll be in the cities. I hope to uh, sneak out normally at midnight and, and, and check Hotel Artemis. Uh, hopefully you could join me. Uh, but coming in at number five, Adventures Infinity Wars, $6.8 million, 654.7, exceeds the original Avengers movie. Um, I don't think this will reach the 700-plus uh, domestic Black Panther did, uh, which, uh, again, it's still an amazing film, but as is Infinity War. Uh, but uh, pretty damn good shot. Again, this ex, uh, passed $2 billion about a week ago, so it's already hit that impressive club. Um, and it's going to hit digital, I, I believe, at the end of July. So, again, I, I'm going to buy it on three different platforms, Kyle, to be honest with you, uh, even though I think it's only a week apart from uh, digital to physical. So, uh, stay tuned. Maybe I'll waste money. Uh, coming at a number four, the movie I actually really wanted to see all weekend um, and, and got robbed of it twice. Hereditary uh, coming in at number four with uh, $13 million. Uh, you know, already kind of beating the, the budget aspect there. So pretty, pretty excited for that. Uh, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes, Kyle. Huge critical movie, you know, success there. But the cinema score, a D plus. I wanted to ask you, rewinding a little bit, with uh, Hotel what? Artemis? I don't know why I always have like a hard time pronouncing words. I, it's, I don't want to say because I'm black, but <laughs> words, words and I just don't get along. But nonetheless, with it coming in number eight, would you consider that a flop, being that it's in the top ten still? Or do you think that it still has room to improve, being that it's only the first week out? I think it's a flop, unfortunately. I mean, but who knows? Because I don't know what it's done internationally. This might have that more international feel, especially with a lot of these actors. Uh, you know, th- this could do well uh, over there. I mean, it's only made about fifteen million, or was made for about fifteen million dollars. So you know, depending on marketing and such, roughly twenty million. You know, as an estimate. So I mean, I, I don't see this movie making a profit. Um, so thus would make it kind of a flop, but, um, I think with the, you know, with that, that kind of budget there, it's still small enough where if it reaches that it makes a little, you know, on the digital side, you know, it, it could see a win, but probably not a franchise as maybe they were expecting. Hmm. And like box office flops don't necessarily mean failure either. Like it just means not in this platform. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. This, I mean, it's still called classics. an audience. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And, and I don't know if it's going to go that route. I mean, Critical, you know, wasn't wasn't the best um, out there. But, I, you know, I and, to me, this is just a just go in there with, you know, just with an open mind and just expect to see a lot of blood, hear a lot of swearing and uh, see a lot of people just get murked. Yep. And um, I'm just saying the reason why I'm bringing all this on is to say don't give up hope. Hotel Artemis is going to get its shine. I believe it. I hope so. 
I hope so. Maybe we'll uh, we'll check that shit out. I'm I'm excited to check it out. Uh, but Hereditary uh, that would be my number one to check out. But uh, again, it's it's gonna be insane. Family terror, like that's there's nothing more than I love than uh, you know pretty much saying families are crazy and oof. Ah, there's so much to pick apart in that. But Tony Gabriel Byrne, the the kid from Jumanji, and uh, a daughter. Which looks interesting. Uh, coming up, number three, Deadpool 2, $13.6 million. 655 worldwide, 278, $278.6 million domestically. Far seating solo uh, by a, I would say by double. Um, and it only has a weak advantage there. Uh, Deadpool, this is what I would call a success, Kyle, um, for sure. Uh, just yep. due to the fact that, you know, especially when it hits digital and all the, the marketing, you know, with FX and HBO, whoever purchases the rights. I mean, this movie's going to make money. Hopefully, uh, you know, when it moves over to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, hopefully they will uh, do a fitting trilogy or expand that character into more, um, into, you know, maybe an Avengers type role. Who knows? But uh, yep. Deadpool 2 will definitely, I would say, a success. This movie, though, uh a flop for sure. Unfortunately, I still uh, stand behind it. I told a couple of people to check it out over the last uh, couple of weeks, and they had and and the the reviews on them from them were 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 pretty fair. So so they enjoyed it uh, thoroughly. So so you know again, I, I still think it's a good film. It'll find its audience hopefully. You know on on you know when it reaches uh you know the the home video land mm-hmm. video. What's twenty eighteen? Uh, but you know, fifteen million dollars. It's it's third week. Uh, one hundred and seventy six million domestically. That's that's poor. I mean, sadly, again, Deadpool two already has you know a hundred million over that, and all it has is the, uh, one week advantage. Um, apparently, this movie cost about three hundred million dollars, which is absurd. But again, with the directing troubles, with the reshoots, just so much behind the scenes, you know, yep. interference. You know, yep. that, that definitely, I would say, played a part in that. Worldwide, only $312 million. Kyle, Last Jedi made that in its first week. Um, so it, I told that you. is the definition of a flop. You're, you're right. You're I told right. you people were going to wait until it gets out on DVD. <laughs> I'm still going to yeah. say DVD. I laughed at myself. Sorry. It's an ongoing like joke because... I still think DVDs is a relevant term, but apparently it's it's not that's over. Um, it's all about that Blu-ray. I say Blu-ray, but it sounds weirder because you're right. DVD just sounds natural because it's just DVD yeah. instead of Blu-ray. Like Blu-ray sounds pretentious. <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds kind of cool. Let me get that Blu-ray disc. I I can't Blu-ray. watch DVDs, man. Blu- Just it's it's like standard definition. I can't. There's I know three movies I watch on Blu-ray because I they, I are on DVD. Have them on Blu-ray because they're imports and they cost a hell of a lot of money. They're not on Ooh. a streaming platform. I don't have any. Um, I don't have any Blu-rays. I don't think. Oh, what? one, one, and that's that assault on uh, Arkham cartoon. Oh yeah. But other than you that, want me like, to tell I, you how much I have? Oh God, I don't even want. I'm scared to know. <laughs> the last time I counted, which is probably about a year ago, but and I really stopped buying. I actually just bought another 
4K uh, Blu-ray because it was hella cheap. Uh, that Jennifer Lawrence spy movie, um, Red Sparrow, uh, which I'll probably check out in in a few days here. But anyways, uh, the last count I had it was like 450 Blu-rays, including TV series. Yeah, See, you, you do the whistle. A lot of wasted money because ninety-eight percent of what I have, Kyle, on disc, and that I bought digitally, you know, on iTunes, all on Netflix and the Hulu that I pay uh, a subscription for that I watch wait. streaming instead of putting the physical disc in wait. my Blu-ray player. Before I let you get and soak in your feelings and be like, oh, I shouldn't have wait. Like movies come and go on Netflix. Number two, uh, true, to me, it's true. instant gratification. Like. I don't have to sit here and wait on Netflix to release it. I can go back and watch it. I can even lend it to my friends and then complain that they haven't given it back. But, like, nonetheless, <laughs> like, I feel like I can still have, like, I have um, a few DVDs. They're not HD, but I'm proud of my collection. So I feel like you mm-hmm. should be, too, especially with 450, man. Like, I, I feel like if you were ever to, like, go down financially, you have a backup. Yes. Sell all your there was one time where I thought about selling my library. And DVDs, I have probably well over 300. Wrestling DVDs, Kyle, I probably have close to 100. Um, God, there's just so, uh, TV shows. I have, like, the whole series of, like, The League, Workaholics, Seinfeld, pretty much all The Simpsons, when I would buy for, like, $70 a pop, like, that's what I look at. I'm like, man, but you're right. Like w- once, you know, streaming ends, you know, that, that whole thing ends in like 10 years, at least I can rely on my physical copy. So thank you. Thank you for the, uh, the reminder there. Uh, also the reminder that solo flopped, but coming at a number eight or co- number eight, number one, uh, which is surprisingly the, the biggest opening for any of the films, uh, you know, kind of franchise, I guess you can call it now, obviously. Um, Ocean's 8, Sandra Bullock, and uh, the seven other awesome females, I would say, including Helen Bonham Carter, Rihanna, uh, Kate Blanchett, Mindy Kaling, the always wonderfully superb, and I think was definitely star of this film, Sarah Paulson, and Aquafina. I, th- I think amazing. she was funny. Yeah, A-W-K-Fina. I don't like that. Interesting. Um, but yeah, <laughs> forty-one and a half million dollars again, surpassing uh, George Clooney uh, back in, I believe, two thousand and like four. I was in college when I saw that, um, which was is still an amazing film. Uh, Ocean's Eleven, thirty-eight point one million. The uh, horrific sequel, uh, Ocean's Twelve, opened with thirty-nine point one million, and even the by far worst. I'd rather you put a bullet in my damn brain than having me watch Oceans 13 uh, only opened Uh-oh. up at $36.1 million Oceans 8 a lot of excitement a lot of uh, a lot of fashion a lot of awesome uh, jewelry time pieces what have you um, and, and you'll find out a little bit more uh, next segment when I talk Oceans 8 and Kyle of course will review Killer Clowns from Outer Space but Ocean's 8, uh, we'll, we'll dive in. We'll, we'll, we'll dive in a little into that. Um, spoiler alerts. I'm not even going to say it. Uh, 
but we'll just say I have a rhyming title. Uh, but a movie oh. that will probably open with four times of what Ocean's 8 opened with, Kyle. I'm going to call it four times the, the true first family of superheroes. Sorry, Sue and, and the other guy, Mr. Fantastic. Yeah. But the first family of superheroes are back, Kyle. We got Alasta girl, a.k.a. Alasta woman. Yeah. I'm kind of getting back into the groove of things. Coming soon to theaters. Excited, uh, Elastigirl, Mister Incredible, Jack Jack, like everybody is back. Like it's been so long. Like this is a movie I remember seeing the first time, what back in two thousand and two, where my jaw was just like dropped and I was just smiling from ear to ear. And I was like, oh, two thousand and four. So yeah, I was twenty years old, and thinking, wow. This, that that just rocked my world. That changed my perception on what movies could be, especially animated cartoons at that time. You know, Pixar, you know, was only a couple of movies deep, you know, by then, but, but it would, this just had that charm. And again, one of the forefronts of, of the modern era of comic book superhero movies. Kyle, what are your thoughts of The Incredibles? Uh, I am super excited. Um, I talked to Megan about this, and she said she's going to like Andrew Martin the hell out of her niece um, to, <laughs> to get a seat. <laughs> like, get out of my way. Like, I don't know if you saw the the clips where um, this black dude's dressed as, like, Mr. Incredible, and um, he's, like, he's, like, pushing a kid out the way to, like, go find a seat because, obviously, seats weren't assigned or picked back then oh. or in this, during the making of his meme so like yeah he pushed a kid out the way took his snacks and sat down and ate him that's bogus but tight how do you feel about Respect that by the way we're like people are saying like little kids don't don't come to this because you wouldn't know what the hell to expect but like what? i don't know who created that meme but they never heard of like dvds <laughs> or high definition dvds known as yeah movies. i mean 
So I can't just show my kid this movie, like, before we go see it? So that's rude. I've shown, and this sounds weird, but I don't mean it in a weird way. I've shown other kids this movie, like, friends' kids or little cousin, like, hey, you've never seen this movie? We're going to watch this right now. Because I don't know what else to do, and you're going to watch this amazing film. I've shown girlfriends, I've shown friends, like, I don't think you've never seen this. Oh, we're going to watch, like... This is my, like, go-to movie in a relationship. Like, if you don't like The Incredibles, it, it, it won't work out. Like, it's, she, all, it's my, done on, on Trump Street. She's more excited for Incredibles 2 than I am, which is funny. I, I, like, uh, I, I got a, an gonna... awesome piggy bank that's the family. It's the par family. It's The Incredibles, just all huddled. You? And it, it's amazing. Hell, yeah. Is there any money in there? Oh, yeah. Is that going to be your ticket money? Is that the question? No, no, no. That would be cool, though, if you, like, money. cash toll. Do you have to pay tolls in? Uh, where are you at? Are you in North Dakota? you have to pay tolls no, in? No, in Illinois. In Illinois, when we go. Oh, yeah, that's depressing. Like, when we, went, when we came from Minnesota to Chicago, it was, like, damn near $20 in tolls. Yep. You got to pay way? just to enter the city. That that makes no sense. But Dallas is that way too. Like when you're coming to leave in the airport, you got to pay a toll. Orlando, same way. You got to pay just to leave the airport. <laughs> you're like, what? Am I trapped like Tom Hanks in the terminal? Like, what's going on here? Yeah, and it like, what's really cool, well, kind of like crappy at the same time is like, if you forget your fare, at least I know in Chicago they can bill you later, right? No, they will kick your ass out and write, write you a ticket. Oh, really? Unless Ick. that's a new thing. I haven't ridden public transportation in Chicago in a long time. In like <laughs> three years. No, 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 no. Not the bus. I meant like if you. <laughs> I mean, if you're traveling through tolls and you don't have your toll, oh, they can just toll. Bill you yeah, later. yeah, you could do that. Yeah, which I gotta remind my sister because. There were two tolls that like didn't have anything. It just said pay online. You're like, well, that's inconvenient. We're from out of state. We're not gonna remember that stuff. Like, it, it was yeah. Ridiculous. What happens if you like don't do it or you forget? Wait, do they have a picture of your uh, plate? I'm guessing. Yeah, they. Yep, they come after you, man. For your oh. forty-eight cents. It's crappy. I bet you that forty-eight cents turns into four hundred and eighty. Yeah, I mean, ju- we're just think about like if they get a dollar every. Well, they get a dollar and and say they do a hundred every hour, mm-hmm. but sometimes they could. Times that you know they're they're making so much crazy money. Some tolls are like three sixty, some are like four eighty. Like it's just such a a highway robbery. Like legit, it is. like it's it's insane. It is, and then. Another sneaky thing about Chicago is that their cop cars are just all white. So it is like a normal-ass truck. Really? Yeah. I seen something that looked that way that was just parked down the road. And I asked, like, Cherie at the time, like, what the hell is that? And she was like, that's a cop. And I'm like, why is it just all white like that? Like, like, apparently you was able to see, like, the decal on the car, but it was like... um. Like when it, when the light hits it, it turns a rainbow. Really? Hmm. 
when you said Cherie and driving and like that's like, like how she was informative that it was a cop car, I could picture Cherie starring in like Proud Mary, like her hand would be on like the heat getting ready. <laughs> she would like, be in boy, you better not start off. this. <laughs> Which the incredible, cool, they're way. definitely looking to set off, uh, set it off uh, on this box office. Like again, like they're back, and and what's cool is again, it's it's very timely. You know, uh, you know, Elastigirl, you know, is the forefront. You know, trying to be the the rebranding of superheroes in society. Um, while you know, Bob Parr, you know, Mr. Incredible has to take over as Mr. Dad. Um, and, and, you know, kind of take care of the kids and, and maintain the, the, the family life and make sure it's, in, you know, balance and order, which I think is such a, a clever type um, of movie, you know, especially how he found himself being Mr. Incredible again, you know, in the first film. So I'm, I'm, I'm totally stoked to see how this goes. Um, it picks up where the last one ended. Uh, so, so we get uh, a great cameo again from John Rafflesberger, aka Cliff from Cheers, who's in every Pixar movie, by the way. Uh, awesome little Easter egg there. Uh, but uh, just to see Frozone, I'm totally uh, can't wait to see what him and his wife uh, kind of go at it. In The Incredibles too, which I plan to see on like every platform this weekend: 3D, IMAX, Dolby Digital. Uh, I cannot wait. Uh, another movie I cannot wait to go see, Kyle. Uh, hopefully I, I, I'll get a chance to go uh, check it out. Tag, uh, starring Jeremy Renner, Isla Fisher, Jake Johnson, Etta Helm, John Hamm. He's the it's John Hamm. Uh, John Hamm Jones, is Hannibal Burke. John Hamm is I don't want to sound cliche, but you know. Comedy also, baby. <laughs> uh, Brian Dennehy, who who I love and adore, uh, especially from the movies uh, FX and FX2, back from the uh, the 80s and 90s there. He's just a, a hard-ass from Chicago. It's Brian Denny. Uh, but this movie uh, about a group of friends, which uh, one month uh, every year, they uh, are involved in a competitive game of tag. No holds bar. Anything goes. Jeremy Renner broke his arms making this movie. That's why he was not in Infinity War. Um, and, and a little uh, crazy tidbit as well, Kyle. They CGI'd his arms in some of uh, this movie here, uh, because again, he broke his arms early on in the making. Uh, hopefully it's not as distracting as uh, Henry Cavill's uh, mustache uh, CGI erasing in the, the, the horrific Justice League movie. Um, but I'm all, I, I'm all in. Hopefully uh, I'm at, uh, at the movie theater to check this out. This looks like it's going to be fun. Again, it's not going to win any awards. I expect a lot of chuckles. It's an R-rated comedy, something we, we rarely get nowadays. Uh, so, again, they can go balls to the wall, which I just rewatched Game Nights uh, this past weekend, Kyle, and still recommend it as one of the better comedies of the tw- uh, 2018. Uh, hopefully, Tag will uh, not be too far behind. What are your thoughts on this? And who would you have in your uh, in your five um, players of tag there? With actors and actresses? Oh God! No, just um, you and five people. Oh, they could be famous and, and non-famous. Um, hey, that's a tough question. Put me on the spot. Can I come back to this? Yes. <laughs> Your okay. on this movie. <laughs> um, tag, I, I, it sounds interesting. Um, the <laughs> Jeremy Renner broke his arms. 
I was wondering why he wasn't in Avengers. Like, for some reason, I was thinking that, like, they waited to save him along with, like, Ant-Man and Wasp and all that. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, you didn't, you didn't see... What's his name in the... Goddamn... It's not Hawkeye. Arrow. Hawkeye? Why was I thinking Hawkeye carried a damn mace around? Was that just Hawkgirl? That's all it is? Tight. I remember Hawkeye We need more maces. We need more maces not only in hip-hop, but also in our comics. Rest in peace. The what? original mumble rapper. Wait, Mace no, is he didn't dead? Die. No, he oh, didn't die. Oh, man! I was like... Someone on Twitter wrote R.I.P. Meatloaf, and I was like, whoa, what? And then I made Wait. sure Meatloaf was alive, and he is. He is? Okay. That's crazy. I, I, thought, I actually thought he passed that one minute. But yeah, Mace, rest in peace, his career, his along career. with uh, G-Units, uh, yeah. um, which we'll talk was about in the Mantra. on his part, even though some of that stuff was really good? Mm. Um, like, you can't go evangelical to G-Unit. To me, I, I was can. just put off. Like, what? Uh yeah, like when he came back and I like I heard him curse, I'm like, whoa, this isn't right, and like it made me not like as crazy as that. That sounds really stupid, right? Because like I listen to rappers curse, but for some reason when Mace came back, I'm like, oh yeah, preacher dude's back. Like I listened to his edited yeah. single, Welcome Back, and I was, I was all fair. happy. I bought the album, you know? and then I started hearing him curse, and I'm like, Mace. Oh no, baby! What are you doing? You can't be cursing like that on the track. Oh, yeah, I, I think you like. I felt the exact track. same way. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god! It was on that back remix, and I was like, "Wait, what just happened? That's tight, <laughs> or why do I feel uncomfortable?" But it was I... tight, right? <laughs> it was. It was, but I felt I'm like Mace. Mm-mm. You need like a sensor bar. Or something, because that, or bleep, not bar, because he's not exposing himself. Or is he? Whoa, he's not Tretch. No, he is not. And thank God for that, because Tretch is all about OPP, and we all know that leads to diseases. (laughs) (laughs) Is that your jam when you were a kid? Uh, it was my jam for NBA Live, like, 98, like, when Jordan first stepped onto the scene, like, whatever it was, what year was that? I want to say it was, like, 98, 99, and, like, Jordan, like, okayed himself to be in video games, and that was, like, the big, like, deal, was that you can play as Jordan, even in streetball. Oh, yeah. And so they had OPP, like, playing, and I'm like, hmm, I like this song, but... And I realized Tretch is is a a hole. Yeah, shout out to Peppa. Um, did you know what it meant? Like right yeah. away. Yeah, my mom really? like explained it to me though right away. I was like, because <laughs> I'm like other people's property. What? And she was like, I'm explaining it to you now, and you may not understand, but when you get older, you'll understand because That's awesome. I'm telling you. And so. I'm like, well, why would anybody want to do that? And now I realize that, yep, happens. Apparently, the new rule is, if you don't have a ring on your girl's finger, then she's free game to do whatever the hell she wants. But I'm like, what? 
What? That makes no sense to me. But I guess that's that's the way it was, and that's the way it is now. Is that if I'm if I don't have a ring on a girl's finger, she can just date whomever, and I can't get mad at it. That that makes no sense. <laughs> that's a new generation, though. Apparently, yeah. I mean, it's, but it's I mean, dating is so polluted and and just overpopulated with the the app sites and just. Everything now, 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 swipe, swipe, where, I mean, yeah, it, it is something like that. And, you know, it's, it's it's a new revolution, you know, new sexual awakening. You know, as long as people are safe, I, I guess that's all that matters. But if you're seeing each other multiple times and you're, like, going out to dinner, you know, you, you can talk about, like, boundaries, like, is it open? You know, open relationships are common now. Polyamorous is, is now, you know, the thing um, we were That's actually trash. discussing that uh, <laughs> recently, um, you know, and, and, and whatnot, you know, monogamy, you know, they, they say is dying and, you know, just depends on what you believe in and how your carnal instincts come into play. Kyle, how are your carnal instincts? Uh, I am super old school, man. Like, like I'm in a relationship now and if any other Ooh. girl were to like, Come and talk to me like I run away from that shit, man. Like, mm-mm, don't mm-mm, stay away from me. Stay away from me. You're the devil. And don't be I Snapchat I, friends with them. Don't get in <laughs> trouble. I would, but like, don't man. I'm not accepting. You can no say no. Numbers. No Snapchat names. I don't even be on Snapchat anymore. Like that's dead to me. But like, uh, uh-uh, uh, I run away from all. And I wouldn't even call it temptation, but. Yeah, I wouldn't even call it temptation. I don't know what to call it. You do the run around. You do the uh, run around as well. Um, the run around? No, yeah. that sounds like I'm still cheating. No, like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I've never been. I, I've never. Like, I cheated once, but like just to see like what it was about. And I'm like, this is a weird ass <laughs> conversation we're having on this show. And what it was about? Truth, like, like honest, just like. Huh. There's this poison here. Let's just see what this is about. Well, yeah, I died. Let's find out. I never got caught, and I won't name names because I, I, well, I doctor listening, Ooh. but still, like I won't name names. I didn't get caught, but the guilt just came over me so hard, and I was just like, I can't, I can't do this. I can't. So, did you stay with the girl that you were involved with? Not the one that done or. I told her what oh, it was. Okay. I'm like, I can't. I can't. Like, I got to fix this. And so, yeah, I just believe in old school. Like, if it ain't work, like, if it don't work and you've, like, exhausted all of your resources, then, yeah, fine. Like, move on. But, like, don't cheat or have, like, backup plans because that should just mm-hmm. set you up for failure. Hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, I, yeah I'm, all, I'm all about monogamy and one-on-one and all of that because um, you're not going to get far juggling women, I feel like, honestly. So Incredibles <laughs> 2. <laughs> Call in at 347-857-1060 if you agree with Kyle. If you don't agree, just let's talk about it. Uh, yeah. We'll also talk... Uh, 
<laughs> yeah, Incredibles 2. You're totally right. Uh, how much money do you think Incredibles 2 will make uh, its opening uh, weekend next week? Obviously, it's going to debut at number one. Yeah, it is going to debut at number one. And I say triple digits for sure. Um, okay. A lot question, of what, did, what did Deadpool 2 get opening weekend if... Hundred and twenty-five, uh, down right. from the original release of one hundred and thirty-nine, I want to say, or one thirty-four. And like, and I've asked you this question before: Does does time make something better? And I feel like a lot of people have been waiting on this, and the fourteen years that like it did, um, and I think they've been like doing promotions for like two years. Like I remember yeah. Jack splitting the eye like almost a year and a half ago. So like. All this build up and everything else, I feel like it's gonna get like two, two hundred some odd million. I, I'm I'm just gonna throw a number out there. I'm gonna say like two thirty. Ooh, wow, that would be huge. That would be uh, Wakanda numbers right there, um, mm-hmm. around the two forty range. Um, and it's a I, summer I love film. It. I, I, I love Parents? your excitement for it, Kyle. I I, I appreciate yeah. it. Um, I I I like the triples. Um, like you said, a lot of excitement, a lot of nostalgia is going to get into play. A lot of people bringing their kids, you know, to, to go check it out. Um, but also a lot of people are going for themselves. I'll probably see this with the little one and with myself and with whoever the hell wants to go see it. Um, cause I think it's going to be that special thing of a movie, but remember like people, it's, it's not going to change the world. It's, it's just going to be a continuation of this family. And just how, you know, how, how stuff can just flip, you know, upside down, you know, and, you know, just how they they adapt to that situation. It's going to be interesting. I, I, I can't wait to see where they go. And, oh, yeah, the kids are growing, you know, up as well. So I this, this movie has me excited. I, this has all the feels. I, you know, I, I don't want to be too biased going in. I know if I'm disappointed, I, I will be a very, very sad panda. Um, but I think Brad Bird has has been nothing but spot on um, ever since uh, Iron Giant, um, and of course uh, knocking it out of the park with The Incredibles. Um, and it's gonna be do it's gonna do big things. But I'm gonna say I'm gonna say probably about one hundred and sixty million. It's been a little slow at the box office, minus of course the two Marvel movies. So uh, yeah, maybe this one will we'll take a shot in the dark. It's been fourteen years. But a lot of love for but this movie. Not even like again, like you got to think the parents and the kids. Like Black Panther done a lot because of I think ethnicity, but I feel like um, Incredibles two will do well because it's summer. Um, they got got to get their kids out the house, and they're also excited to see it too. So you got to double up on both parents and kids. So it's kind of like a family thing, and most families are like three to four people. That's a lot of ticket sales. Yeah, I mean, I I plan to sneak out tomorrow, maybe. I'm going to go see it. I'm telling. I might, and then just go see it again at the IMAX. (laughs) I've never saw this before. Ooh, if it's at the IMAX, super fire right now, actually, to go like watch an IMAX. Like I'm, I'm so like I'm not even like scared isn't the right word. Like I will probably shed a tear of joy like right away. Like 
this movie, this this property just means so much. It just shows a, a, a real family. You know, superheroes, they're people too. Like that that a whole kind of access to, to that different, you know, type of uh showcase for them is just so so neat. Mm-hmm. If I could be as, as lame as that sounds, but I, I just <laughs> I just like how how this was and, and to me when I saw the Incredibles, it reminded me of oh this is the Watchmen movie that you know that that we needed. Like this came out five years before the Watchmen, and just the whole you know government shutting down superheroes, you know this and that, and it just kind of had that element. I was like, ooh, you know, it's part that and part X. You know, there was just so many different similarities with properties that I read that that made me endure it so much more. And yep. uh, this movie's just going to kick a lot of ass. Now I got to uh, see if tickets on sale. Um, I do know Incredibles is on the voodoo. Uh, voodoo. Yeah, for sure. And um, I really want to see if um, damn Day Night is on there. Uh, last time I checked, it is not. But That's Black same Panther. here. Last time I checked, it isn't on there either. But Black Panther is for sure. For sure, for sure. There's a couple of other movies I, I saw on there too where I'm like, okay, I don't have to watch Netflix. I can just watch movies. <laughs> I haven't Shout checked out them out in a while. Getting in the damn way. I'm like rowing yeah. halfway across <laughs> halfway across the floor here on this office chair trying to grab the remote. Did you get murked? I think so. Like, also, my headset broke. And so Whoa. It, was a, it was a double ear thing, and now it's only a one ear because I like ghetto. I don't know. But it it sucks. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> it does suck. It does suck. Man. This one ear thing. And then like it's not like fit or like cut properly, so like I'm getting scratched in the process. That's okay. All for you guys. Because I love each and every single one of y'all listening. I and know, Alex. <laughs> Turn the stupid water off. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Voodoo is loading. Restoring secure network connection. Whoa. Well, while we secure network collection, we are going to pay a couple of bills. Check out our sponsors. Check out, I think, Amazon, because it's pretty awesome. Uh, don't forget to go to strongstylemedia.com and check out the wonderful site Kyle has up there. Check out past episodes. Check out the merch. We got some WrestleCast radio shirts. Uh, comes with a free bracelet. Shipping only uh, $4.95, $5, but uh, there's still some awesome designs there. Um, doing some pre-orders over there, but also uh, we have our affiliates page where you can check out FML Solutions, Inc., and, of course, Amazon Lyft. If you download the app and enter the word promo code STRONGSTYLE, uh, you get $5 off your first ride, so check that out. Amazon, you click the link um, on our affiliates page at strongstylemedia.com. You click the link, you do your order, you order a a grill and maybe a, a sauna, you know, and, and it doesn't charge you anything more. It just helps us out, you know, kind of on the back end. We get a little shekels, and it helps, you know, kind of uh, get Kyle's internet connection going for the voodoo. But we'll be back. <laughs> we're gonna by the way, number of 93 movies, y'all. Yes, Kyle. Gia, uh, by the way, for everybody that has the iHeartRadio app, go ahead and check us out. We are now yeah. archived on iHeartRadio, which is fucking dope. Sorry for the language. Yeah, that's awesome. And uh, Alex, if you... 
if you don't mind hitting us with that commercial breakage again, because that I got to get that on the shirt. We'll be back in two and two for you. Yeah, oh, that's tight. We'll be back in two and two. Missing out on an awesome Uh show sucks. SeatGeek is an app that lets you track your favorite artists and notifies you when they announce new shows nearby. You can even connect your favorite music services so that you never miss out again. SeatGeek, the smart way to buy tickets. Fan of pro wrestling like we are? Yes! We got you covered. Yes! From WWE, yes! New Japan, yes! Ring of Honor, yes! Impact, Lucha yes! Underground, yes! All Japan, and yes! more. We're talking yes! the highs and lows in pro yes! wrestling. Heck, yes! we're even giving you people yes! from the Okadas and Omega. We're even yes! talking the Bone Soldiers yes! and Enzo Amoris. No! Sorry, no! Daniel. We'll stick to guys like this. Everything Ryan Cook here, and you can check me out along with my co-host Alex Mello each Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on the Strong Style Media Network. Okay, I'm going to get that jersey for Steven. Oh, that Michigan sweatshirt is perfect for Susie. Ryan is going to love this hat. Fanatics.com has great gifts for all the sports fans in your life. Go to Fanatics.com right now and get free shipping and up to 10% cash back on absolutely everything. Every sport, every team. Fanatics.com, where sports fans shop. Calling all fight fans worldwide. My name is Elijah McNeil, and I'm one half of the best boxing podcast on the net. The one and only Standing Eight Count Radio. Do you like hard-hitting commentary, analysis, and banter? Tune in on Sundays at 10 p.m. with my co-host, Ryan the Technical Legend Cook, and I break it down. That's Standing Eight Count Radio, 10 p.m. Sundays, Strong Style Media. Alexa, call Ashley. Yeah, it's about time you call that girl. No, 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 he just talked to that girl two hours ago. You gotta let love marinate. Put love in that bag to marinate. Mmm, love gonna be in that bag like, mmm, I can't wait to talk to him tomorrow. What? And then, after it marinates, no, no. you're gonna pull it out. Jamie, who's Alexa? Say it. Say it, Jamie. You Alexa, that's right. I'm Alexa. Thanks, guys, but I'll take it from here. Ah, oh, dude. I totally forgot. We supposed to lead us in with this. <laughs> Wait, that's not even it. No, I don't know where I am. No. Oh, man. Oh, uh, Spoiler, 1993. Blew that up. Completely my bad. Here's the real clip, Alex. Don't judge me. (laughs) 
and just look how happy he is. <laughs> Alex, if you don't mind, can I kick things off? Uh-oh. Yes, yes, kick things okay. off, sir. So, my manic, like, minute is this damn Jamie Foxx getting another, well, not another, but Jamie Foxx getting a sexual allegation. Like, Whoa. yeah, from 2002, he got a girl to give him, like, oral sex at a nightclub, and as soon as she was finished, security, like, escorted her out the the facility, and I don't know if it was, like, the VIP area, but just, like, get away from Jamie Foxx type deal. And so um, she had a panic attack, went to the hospital, and then decided 16 years later, I'm going to sue Jamie Foxx because of the Me Too movement. And so she felt motivated to file a lawsuit. And so now Jamie Foxx denied it. The uh, uh, his attorney is now saying that he's gonna uh, 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 right? exactly file a lawsuit on her for uh, for lying, basically mm-hmm. libel. Mm-hmm. The headline when I type in Jamie Foxx on the interwebs, the headline: Jamie Foxx accused of slapping woman with his penis. That's the headline. <laughs> I think Spawn's off the table now. It's it's just known for slapping women. Yes. With Idris Elba. Isn't that a thing? I don't get it. I don't know. Like, apparently you just can't do shit. Like, ick. Uh, you just, you just can't do anything. My bad. I didn't mean to say Spawn, ick. Huh? Yeah, I still want Idris Elba to play Spawn. Like, I'm over Jamie Foxx. I've been over him since he was announced. You didn't like Django? Mm, I like Django, but come on. Like, if you compare it to, like, the Michael J. White Spawn, like, granted, that was a little bit dark. I just don't think Jamie Foxx has that type of tone to pull it off, man. He's just too comedical to me. Even even, Even as Django, motherfucker Jones... Whatever identity you want to slap Jamie Foxx on, Spawn is not Dude, one of them people. When, when he snaps off as Ray Charles after he won an Oscar for Ray, like it, it, when he needs his fix, that that's acting right there. Like he he was intense. You're like, holy shit! I didn't know Ray Charles was gonna choke a bitch. But well, you're Ray just wasn't like, that, you know, Ray wasn't even that dark. Like it, it was. It should have been darker because he was an extreme womanizer, but. <laughs> Uh, he wasn't dark in that. Like he just played a, a fictional what about character. Breaking which... all the rules. He was dark in that. With that hair. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His hair was on point and booty call. But like, oh man, <laughs> I I just don't think he has it, man. To like play Spawn. Honest to God, truth. And like, I'm not trying to knock him I or nothing. So. But I just feel like he don't have it. Like, either Mbaku could play Spawn. Idris Elba could play Spawn. Um. I'd even yeah, give Winston it to Winston uh, Duke for sure. Winston Duke, great call. I would even give it to well, no, I wouldn't. I was gonna say Michael B. Jordan, but nope. I wouldn't even give it to him to be honest. Even though he well, how many superheroes is he gonna play? How many what? Superheroes is he gonna play? He's played three already. <laughs> He's on number seven's territory right there. <laughs> I didn't know all that. Seven has been in like four comic book movies. 
I honestly, I don't. Uh, yeah, yeah. I w- I would anybody other than Jamie. Like I think maybe just even the build is off. Like because I'm just comparing him to Michael J. White. What? Like yeah, as dumb as that sounds. I don't know how tall Jamie Foxx is. I tried looking, but nothing. Like just just even build. I think it'll work. I like that show though. I I really watch that show every week on the WB. Wait, wait, Jamie Foxx show? Yeah, of course. Yeah, with Fancy and Braxton, and he Braxton. even did something for the for the grandparents. Uh, I forget old dude's name, but he Who, was Garrett hilarious Morris? in this one. Yes, thank you. I don't know why I forget his name, oh, but yeah, he's him. hilarious. He's hilarious. But Jamie Foxx, that Jamie Foxx show just made it even more funnier. Like playing playing the scumbag, like <laughs> cheapskate hotel owner. I feel like most business people are cheapskates, kind of though too. Like oh, after gotcha. they've had it for a while, they're like, I know what it takes. Oh, yeah, yeah but um, that's hilarious. Martin or or the Jamie Foxx show? Um, Jamie Foxx show or what else? Martin. Martin for sure. Martin or the Wayne's Brothers? Wayne's Brothers for sure. Thank you. Oh my God, I'm so happy you said that. That show is <laughs> amazing. So, some of the best stuff in that show. The cast in that show, John Witherspoon. I mean, you can't get anything, anyone better. Bang, 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 bang. Pops. God, of course, some good stuff. I I feel bad though because like John Witherspoon, like I guess Friday didn't help none either because he pretty much played Pops then too. But mm-hmm. I felt like Wayne Brothers. D- Shouldn't have made his career, but it did. I agree with that. What's that? Uh, video chat in the background. I meant to. Oh, you're turn video chatting. I was during commercial break to see if uh, date night was on Voodoo, but. <laughs> what up, Sheree? <laughs> Voodoo crew representing. Um, oh, I, I wow. Slapped a woman with his penis. I don't think that's true. And like, even if like, I bet you Uncle Luke's gonna get hit with all types of allegations now. Oh man, whoop, whoop. Uncle Luke's tight. Is Trick Daddy the Uncle Luke of this generation? And not just because yep. uh, they're from Miami. No, I mean that's one hundred because he has this. <laughs> Has this gang called uh, ETB Gang, um, and uh, are they boosters uh, for the hurricanes as well? No, but he, yeah, his his fix his facts. What is that word? Fascination with with uh, tongue in the booty is just <laughs> out of control. I couldn't do it. It's like pink eye in the tongue. Ain't you can no get man. like thrush. You get thrush eating butt. <laughs> <laughs> butt cultures representing. Um, man, this is a wild oh. man. This is a wild manic movie minute. That's for sure. Uh, <laughs> crazy breaking news earlier today. You remember earlier when I said Deadpool and Disney? Whoops! I forgot to mention. Uh, breaking news earlier today. Comcast. Uh, again, they're, they're just going to take over the world. I said this like a decade ago. Uh, they outbid Disney Kyle with $65 billion for fo- uh, 21st Century Fox. 
Uh, that's not going to be a good thing. I, I don't know. Uh, Comcast, again, very, very evil. They might uh, charge everything and, and anything now for that streaming service. Uh, so it'll be interesting, um, you know, kind of what they do there with the library as well. But Comcast, I don't know. They're, they're, they're just a, a crazy, a crazy, wow, 300, or sorry, $65 billion, Kyle. Can you believe that? How do you have that much money just chilling in the reserve? Like, You know, have to not spend crazy. a dime, dude. Like, everybody paid their bills. It was a good year, and you just left it. Like, you did not touch it because that's just too much money. But, like, wow. isn't the U.S. like in trillions of debt? Oh, yeah. Gotcha. How do you Forever. get that much? How? Like, how? You, I'm you know how. Millions, man. You want to like, know million how? Like, million is a lot to me. What's crazy is if uh, if Disney, or Fox, sorry, if Fox backs up their deal with Disney, Kyle, um, to go to with Comcast, then they would have to um, pay Disney $1.52 billion just to break their deal. They got to pay them a billion dollars. I mean, if they're getting 65 of that, I don't see what's the problem with 63 and a half. It'll be interesting. Um, again, Comcast buying buying 21st Century Fox. I don't know what that's going to mean for cable tiers uh, kind of in the future, but uh, it just doesn't seem right. Uh, you know what else doesn't seem right? They're making a sequel to The Shining. Um, Ewan McGregor <laughs> officially cast as Danny Torrance. Um, and what I heard was a pretty damn Jack good book about Dr. Sleep. Uh, he might he might be he might be in uh, picture form. Spoiler alert! Uh, but yes, he will be Danny Torrance in uh, Doctor Sleep. That'll be an interesting, interesting take. But hey, I'm a Ewan McGregor fan, big penis and all. Um, also coming out, uh, Tyler Perry. Sorry, it's a little inside a Hollywood joke. Uh, <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no. So as you mentioned those two names, I'm like, ah, this is going to be bad. Good thing I didn't say Michael Fassbender, yeesh. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But anyways, uh, Ben Affleck, again, uh, we haven't heard again uh, Batfleck rumor in quite a while. Um, But now uh, it was, is he going to stay Bruce Wayne and Batman or is he going to leave? Of course, to off and on, off and on, director Matt Reeves, you know, a few months ago saying, yes, Bat, uh, Affleck will be Batman. But now, again, the rumor going around because, hey, it's a new month. Uh, he is, again, out as Batman. I don't know if Hall will be available now, especially since he will be in the Spider-Man Homecoming sequel. Uh, Kyle, who do you want as Batman? Why not Idris Elba? <laughs> oh, no. That wouldn't work. Um... Why? He can do the growl. No. No, that's way too left for me, man. So I can make Bruce Wayne black. As as as, as pro black as I am, I feel like uh, some things just just be left alone. But if I had to choose another Batman, fuck, who would I choose? I like Gyllenhaal. I, I thought that was a inspired choice. 
Really? No, I can't get behind that. I wouldn't want Gyllenhaal to play like nah, because then that goes to uh, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt. But I kind of liked him as Robin. But I feel like Gyllenhaal would probably be like better Jared Leto. Ooh, that would be. Which he's getting a spinoff, by the way. Are you excited for that at all? Uh, as we discussed last week, no, I am not. <laughs> That's right. Still not excited. Still not. Um, who else is getting their own spinoff? The um, uh, Megan, you said the uh, nun from Conjuring is getting her own spinoff, right? Excited about that at all? Alex, me? No, I, I, I no. That does nothing for me. <laughs> I keep thinking that the guy playing in Conjuring is is Chris Pratt, but it's not. That'd be ten if it was. Uh, why not? Because he's he's a he's a chameleon. Uh, a movie that I I don't know if I'm excited for, but there's potentially a possibility. We've seen him in the MCU already, especially in the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, but uh, star of the original cult classic, I guess, because that was definitely a flop. Um, <laughs> Howard the Duck, Leah Thompson apparently is planning to pitch a new movie to Marvel Studios uh, of, of uh, our favorite obscene duck. Um, what are your thoughts on, on that, Kyle? Have you ever seen this, this movie, this wonderful Tim Robbins electrical film masterpiece? No, but duck? like... It did get it did it does have a following though, and like a lot of people marked out with him being in uh Guardians movies. Um I'm kind of excited to see where it goes. I wouldn't be opposed to watching the movie if somebody were to present it to me. Um and then see what's coming out. Because, like everybody can make money nowadays with these like reboots or, or uh continuations, I guess if that's what it is, but um I kind of hope with 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 them teasing Howard the Duck in the two movies that like he has a bigger role in Guardians um, and can actually do something with it. Mm-hmm. And the oh, Sylvester man. Stallone. Be interesting. <laughs> Why was that like the best acting slide. of his career? Wasn't that damn? It, it really like, was. It invoked emotion. He could actually <laughs> convey emotion. I should say it invoked it from me, but he he could actually showcase emotion as his. Uh, his uh, bulging vein uh, was was kind of uh, going along with with the ride there. Uh, I, I don't know. This will be interesting. She said she also wants to direct the Howard the Duck movie since she does direct uh, a lot of TV now. So okay. hey, I'm I guess I'm all for it. Uh, watching the movie as an adult, uh, it's quite interesting. Uh, E3, uh, we're we're gonna get into E3. Uh, I'm sure Kyle has a few tidbits on that but one of my things that i i'm into uh they're gonna have a big street fighter uh tournament uh, uh tomorrow where it's actually going to be a cross promotion within wrestling organizations kyle i'm sure you've heard about this but if not uh it will be the new iwgp heavyweight champion the cleaner kenny omega and new iwgp tag team champions the young bucks uh again wrestlers for new japan ring of honor you know, outside of the WWE, uh, will actually face competitors from the E, the New Day. Of course, Kenny yep. Omega and Xavier Woods being, you know, kind of, uh, you know, Twitter enemies, uh, but of course, always fun uh, on um, on the uh, on the Twitter there about their video game 
of Proutless there. So it should be interesting. I mean, hey, what are your thoughts on, on the WWE actually promoting this event? Um, and B, uh, what a time to be alive, right? Because don't you think yeah. this is a way that they're going to sweet-talk these guys once their contracts uh, are up here pretty soon? Um, It's a good start. Um, But my honest opinion, I think it's great, and I'm glad it's not Fortnite, because that's what I heard was the original concept, was a Fortnite Battle Royal. And I'm like, no, stick with Street Fighter, because that's what got them, uh, them too popular. And Kenny Omega has the uh, controller stick, so does Xavier Woods, and I, it kind of reminds me of like how I mentioned that Jericho. I was talking to somebody about it. And Jericho was allowed on both New Japan and WWE, and um, I kind of like the way they're going because to me it seems almost like a peace treaty, and I feel like wrestling doesn't need to be in competition. I feel like everybody can still have a great platform and still put on good matches regardless of where you are, but I don't think you need to be so cutthroat anymore. So like with quote unquote open talent exchanges with like uh, Kenny Omega and and the young Bucks showing up on e-programming or vice versa. um, It, it it really makes you appreciate something because it's, to me, it's less restricted. Good point. I like that. Yeah. I, that's very true. Mm. And um, I don't know if necessarily it would um, be that way, but I feel like uh, it opens the door for them to be like, okay, well, e, the WWE is allowing me to do this. Maybe they're not as bad as everybody says they are. So let's go ahead and do it. Um, and I think that's great. I, I'm really bummed that Jericho couldn't get the wrestlers on his rocking, uh, rocking uh, cruise. But um, actually, I I want to ask you and Ryan that like, are you glad that WWE said no? Like, would you prefer like ROH people because of a better style? Yeah, I think it'll be yes. I, I think it's a better call to have those promotions than than NXT or WWE. Just mm-hmm. because, I mean, I, I think it would be awkward. I mean, they're not. I mean, are they going to be hanging out? You know, they, they have a lot more, you know, to, to kind of protect themselves with. So I think mm-hmm. Ring of Honor and all that, I, I think it just makes more sense. And they're, we're going to be more personable. I'm not saying WWE wrestlers aren't, but of course, you know, they're, they're restricted to do, only do certain things, especially in public. You know, they, exactly. they have a lot more to lose. So um, I, I think it's fine. I think him and Sammy Callahan has potential to be a great match. Kenny Omega, you know, what is he going to do? He's still going to be champion. Like, there's so many what is. It's just going to be a crazy ass time um, on the water. And then hopefully they have it next year. And that might be a, a thing we have to all check out. Hmm. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, I'm glad because, like, I think for the longest time, like, when you worked with a company back when, like, Monday Night Wars happened, um, you showed a lot of loyalty. Um, not only to your employer, but the company itself, because you had a chip on your shoulder, or like a point to prove that you're the better show. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like if, if if that mentality was taken away and that people can show up and cross promote, that just leaves better relationships and better management, like uh, partnerships for like Agreed. things to come in the future. And so like I, I'm glad that they even named like back like back when we was even just hearing name drops uh with Marlon Arlo doing um on WWE like we got geeked and so like 
kind of hoping that they remove more of that red tape and they like do more of a, you know, I, I kind of hope that WWE and New Japan get together and do a talent exchange, but mm-hmm. um, unfortunately, I think we're going to go back to the Monday Night Wars things once they uh, set up camp in uh, Long yeah, Beach. Yeah, they're, they're definitely establishing themselves. Um, I, I really hope they release the numbers uh, of the increase of subscriptions with the Pin- Dominion this past week. Um, because I think it, it, it probably won a lot of people over. Uh, Kyle, definitely check on that. Um, but what I did check on last weekend, as well as Dominion, uh, was a movie, a continuation of the franchise of The Oceans, the Sandy Bullock. Why did I call her Sandy? Sandra Bullock uh, playing, of course, uh, the, the Ocean sister there um, and, and kind of getting her own crew together. As uh, as Debbie gets out of jail, because it's Danny and Debbie. Why not? Uh, here's Ocean's Eight. And we are going to rob it, not the ball itself, oh. on the neck of Daphne Kluger. Valued at over a hundred million dollars. It's 150 million, actually. <laughs> Revenge. It's a twofer. Do not run a job in a job. Can't we just go to this? Do we have to steal stuff? Yes. Is it genetic? Are the whole family like this? Literally. <laughs> I okay. The uh title yeah, the title of this movie is it ain't no action point. That is for sure. No. Um Alex, what is your thoughts on this movie? Um it it's hard because again this cast is it's it's a fun movie. Again, it just it's a good movie. They you know, it, it kinda placates it's hard. I walked out of this movie, Kyle, thinking, wow, that that was kind of a, a waste of, of time. It had its cute moments. But for me, Sandra Bullock just wasn't, she wasn't a good lead here. I mean, she, she wasn't as charismatic as a George Clooney, um, as Danny Ocean. It played off very weird. I mean, they they say it kind of in the trailer. You know, she, the first scene is she's at Danny's, you know, gravesite there or, or burial tomb gimmick. And I'm like, what? Like, oh, this is going to be interesting. This will play in the later or, you know, something along those lines. And then, you know, all of a sudden it's like she's a con, like, right away. After she, she gets out of prison, you know, after five years, then all, all of a sudden she's contacting all her people. And I'm like, wait. This is just like Ocean's Eleven back in 2000 and such and such, where it's pretty much a carbon copy a movie just with a slew of, of fantastic actors. And that makes it a watchable film. I mean, it's good to see Helena Bonham Carter kind of chew the scenery as a fashion designer. You know, that's hard on her luck. That kind of needs a, a big, you know, push in her in her industry, in her brand. And then she gets thrusted on the, the biggest movie star at the time, Played wonderfully, I think, by by Anne Hathaway, Anne, uh, Anne Hathaway, which one of the more enjoyable performances I think I've seen 
from her. Um, and, and Rihanna is good, kind of in the Matt Damon role of this film, you know, kind of the rookie Mindy Kaling, you know, kind of playing the hacker, which I thought, again, she, she was a wonderful Sarah Paulson as kind of the, the kleptomaniac, the mastermind. It's great. I'm talking up this movie because that's what I have a conundrum about it, Kyle. I walked out of it like, eh. But when I think of each of these characters, or majority of these characters anyways, I'm thinking, wow, they did it. They made it fun. They made it watchable for, you know, 80% of the film. Even though it was bland in some areas, Gary Ross was trying to do his best Steven Soderbergh impersonation with his fade-outs. And, and the score usage and whatnot, I was just like, just get Steven Soderbergh then, um, you know, if you want the right thing. Um, the acting was good. The story, though, it, it is what it is. You know, they're trying to grab the biggest, you know, necklace, you know, at the Met, you know, Met Ball there. You know, the biggest, you know, fashion event, you know, of the year there, especially side. So, you know, it, it was nice to kind of see that aspect. James Gordon kind of plays an inspector that comes in later on to the film. Um, you know, it, it didn't seem too long. You know, I thought the pacing was a little okay. Maybe about five minutes. It was a little slow in the middle, but it was kind of a little cliched. And like I said, a carbon copy. Um, and for me, just like their team up in gravity, um, I think this could have used a little more George Clooney, um, just like Gravity, where he wasn't on screen, it was a little dry, where you're just like, man, why aren't you in that passenger seat? Or a little wink-wink to the audience. So again, I, I would give this maybe not maybe not Weekend Money, Kyle. I would definitely give this $5 Tuesday, or maybe Wait to Stream. Um, Sarah Paulson, again, a wonderful. I, I thought she... She kind of stole the show. I can't wait till finally Hollywood gives her a lead in the movie, um, you know, that's not, you know, an independent, you know, film, which is, again, wonderful in Lady Bird, um, or sorry, Jay Bird, but, but in this one, um, she, I thought, stole the show. Kate Blanchett in that Brad Pitt-esque role, um, you know, Kate Blanchett, she's badass. She's the actress of this, uh, of this generation, in my opinion, um, you know, so find out Tuesday stream don't rush to go see oceans eight. Oh, that is kind of disappointing um what was the question that i asked in the description Ooh, where'd it go some about like oh do they, <laughs> do they stop the female momentum is that sexist like but like um, the, the reason why, no no the reason why i say that is because of like women's momentum is big like wrestling movies uh, pretty much anything like momentum's huge, and they're like breaking barriers and all that. And like I referenced, I think last week, um, Ghostbusters, the all-female mm-hmm. film, and um, um, as well as uh, like uh, what was it, Girls Trip, and those two movies, and even The Help, and not The Help, uh, crap, the movie with the three girls. And they're in uh, NASA. Um, oh, uh, human figures. Thank you. So, like, all of those are like hidden figures. Human figures. Hidden figures. Hidden figures. <laughs> and all of those are, you know, high momentum female leading films. To where I, I guess, as shitty as it sounds, like 
they're now level with us, I guess, with male actors and men actors. And um, um, it's kind of a letdown that Ocean's 8 didn't carry on with this, like, thing that they got going. They. But it Gee, did. I, I mean, it opened at number one. No, but it did, though, Kyle. Like, I get what you – I mean, it's not making, uh, you know, Avenger money, but it, yeah. it already opened better than its predecessors. It, it opened more than the first one, which is – the best film, and, and Cal, trust me, this is better than the, the horrible 12 and 13 that I mentioned earlier. Again, rather take a bullet than watch any second of those films. I don't even want to call them films. Yuck. It was a vacation. He Adam Sandler before Adam Sandler. Um, you know, hey, let's make a movie with friends. Again, the second 12 has a great score. The music in that is great. The first, you know, 10 minutes, like, yay! And then it just shits the bed. <laughs> Anyways, that's my rant on that. But again, this is better. This is a better pseudo-school. Um, again, the actresses, everyone was great in this movie. Minus, again, Aquafina did nothing for me, unfortunately. Um, and Sam Bullock, you know, again, nothing that took my attention. Everyone else, you know, I thought shined. Um, but you know, for me, this isn't something to write out for. I would still recommend Solo over this. I would recommend Book Club over this, um, for Ouch. sure. So, but but that's Shout out incredible. To but again, it beat the Ocean's Eleven. It beat Twelve. It beat Thirteen. It definitely beat the Frank uh, Frank Sinatra Rep Pack film, which is a not a very good film, but a fantastic ending. One of the better. Last 20 minutes of movie I think I've ever seen. Definitely a twist uh, and a good twist in a way. Realism uh, that I've ever seen portrayed in a movie and a great post-credit sequence, or I should say during credits. But I mean, in a way, it's a win. Again, it opened better. This movie cost about 70 million. That's definitely due to not only location, the use of the Met Gala, but definitely the salaries of everyone involved. Um, you know, I'm sure this will make its money back. I think it only made about ten, twelve million dollars. Um, you know, kind of internationally. So, you know, it, it might make its, you know, it might make its money back. I, I don't know. I don't see it another sequel. I had a weird premonition that they were gonna, you know, after each sequel, if this was a huge success, that they would introduce other characters from the other movies. In this movie, there's. You know, there's there's some shout outs. That's all I'll say. But um That's fair. You know, otherwise, you know, stream five dollar. No weekend money. Sit um, that for the Incredibles. Random tangent well question. Uh Monsters Inc. Is there more than one? I know they came out with Monsters University. High. Or well yeah, that. Monsters U, but it doesn't carry on from number one. No. Well, sort of. I mean, they, they kind of go back in time, like they tell the story. I see. But no, it doesn't so, But yes, there is a sequel, I thought, isn't there? Like Blue um, That's what I thought. But, oh, so they just went to Scare University. Thanks, Megan, who's listening to the show. And, uh, yeah. So apparently, after the door closes and everything goes back to the way it is, there's just nothing. So yeah, I guess boo. people need to see what happens after. The, the sequel is coming out in 2020. It's called Boo. 2020. There you go. 
That's neat. I did not know that actually. Twenty should be interesting. Yeah, I like what it. Isn't it cool that like these movies can have such longevity? Like where people still get excited for the new, the sequel, even if even if it's been like ten plus years. Because these movies are done so well. I mean, they don't rush it. I mean, the animation is on par. The story mm-hmm. is there. I mean, you're hit with the with your feels. You know, kind of with every Pixar movie, Sands of Bugs Life. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this this hits you right to your core. And, you know, I, I appreciate what they do. Now, John Hazitor, yeah, he is a scumbag. That's why he will no longer be with Pixar. That's unfortunate. But, you know, Pixar is more than John Lasseter. Uh, John Lasseter, kind of the head of uh, Pixar, he was uh, kind of taken out for, you know, being inappropriate in the workplace. Oh. uh, I believe by the end of this year. But uh, he took a leave of absence for a while. So, Um, yeah, he's the one who started it. Started it at all, but you know it, it will continue. It will grow, um, and and yeah, they're they're just a fantastic studio. I mean, it's 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 just wonderful. That's crazy. How do you how do you get removed from your position for a setting the environment and then b ruining it? Well, that's backwards uh, to me, but okay. Investors. That's what. That's how. That is true. Okay, that makes sense. Because I'm like, how, like, it's your own... I mean, I know that people can get overthrown. Like, they do it all the time in movies and TV shows. But, like, that's weird. For, <laughs> for you to get, like, get flagged with inappropriate behavior, but... I don't know. That's weird to me. You know what else is weird? Being eight years old and seeing Menace to Society in the movie theater... Sorry, bro. I'm all out, man. Man, I got these cheeseburgers, man. Huh. I don't want any cheeseburgers. Please, man. Oh. I fucked your dick. Ah. Get out of here, man. Get out of here. Man, can you look me with the directions to Grinshaw, man? Well, we better get your crusty behind away from me. Man, I fucked your dick, man. Oh. What you say to me? I fucked your dick, man. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so what you want to do, my man, go to the corner, go about three blocks down, and make a right, and you'll be right there on the <laughs> well, I, like I, I feel like I should play um, this clip here once again so, so everybody can know. This presentation may contain language and scenes which may be objectionable to certain individuals. Viewer discretion is advised. I'm over here, like, laughing like a little school kid. Because that's one of the most hilarious scenes ever. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) What? I'm saying it's inappropriate. I shouldn't be laughing at that that type of stuff. I'm an adult. But he's got these cheeseburgers. Shout to Jordan. Wayne's brother. Kick it in the door with a bag full of cheeseburgers and onion rings. Is M.O., man. That is hair. 
he does have the best hair in the game. No question about that. Really? Do you think he overtook your title? I mean, he is trying to be like Alex Light. You know what I mean? So like, and like we oh, deemed you totally best hair in the game. He totally gimmick infringed me. But he has like that doctor from Ghostbusters type hair. You know the one with the glasses that had the little swoosh in the front. He like got some I Spangler. Like, yeah, that's what I feel like his hairstyle is, man. Like it reminds me of. That. It's interesting. I don't know why I'm coughing because I'm just breathing. That's not good, right? Um, they want to get that checked out. COPD. COPD. Uh, speaking of COPD, <laughs> so uh, as we heard from that 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 clip, um, uh, don't be a menace. Of course, kind of do an homage, if you will, um, on on menace to society, which did come out back in May of 1993. I do remember walking into this at my Cineplex as a kid. Um, I've already seen Boys in the Hood by that time, so I was already kind of familiar with how the West Coast um, operated during that time. Uh, so, you know, I, I decided to dive in, watch it a few times on the home video, uh, a movie I, I check out from time to time. Lorenz, uh, you know, kind of getting put on the map there, um, you know, before, of course, Girl Strip. But, uh, yeah, no, I've always enjoyed Menace Society, one of the more sadder endings, um, you know, a la Boys in the Hood. So um, I, I always kind of preferred this movie a little bit more. Kyle, thoughts on 25 years, by the way, of Menace to Society. Oh, man. That was one of the movies, man. That was like the original paid in full. Like, everybody saw that movie um, if you grew up in the hood um, or just around ethnic folks. And... um. Yeah, I saw it like over a handful of times. Um, if you had BET, you saw it probably double that amount because it was the TV edition. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but it's still a dope movie. It's just long. To me, it's long. And Belly. You know what? Belly was long, too. Man, Belly's so good. I got to watch that again, though. Uh, a movie I watched, uh, I haven't seen in a while, but uh, again, remember checking this out uh, with my mom uh, because I was a Bruce Lee fan, apparently, at the age of eight. But this movie, uh, I like the behind-the-scenes aspect of his life, kind of the inside baseball Classic. look at Hollywood and kind of what happened. Um, but uh, And I thought uh, Jason Scott Lee was Bruce Lee because I was like, wait, so that's not him? Uh, but did a wonderful job, especially with Lauren Holly. So um, a, a good look at Bruce Lee's life in Dragon, the Bruce Lee story. Um, Alex, I clapped for a reason because this is probably – no, it is. Absolutely, but hands down. The number one movie I've watched the most growing up was Dragon. Um, nice. Jason Lee Scott I really thought was Brandon Lee but it's not. Yeah. It's just some random guy <laughs> who showed up later in uh, Balls of Fury, and I'm like, <laughs> what's that guy up to? But um, I I I love Dragon. Um, I read the book, and it does it justice because he was literally challenged like every day by people, and that that mm-hmm. that really dope fight scene where he's filming, I think Big Boss. And, like, yes. the director's like, what are you doing? This is such a good fight scene. And dude's, like, ripping the film out because he's like, y'all ain't supposed to see this. You know what I mean? Like, I killed the guy. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> in front of you guys. The audience is supposed to see this, but like he literally would get challenged every day. And um, his philosophy was dope. Like, I, I'm really behind Bruce Lee. And um, I even played the video game for Sega Genesis and got pissed off because them sailors uh, kept whooping my ass. And it was only, like, the first boss fight, the only fight. And I'm like, good Lord, why am I getting my ass beat? But um, I even to this day, um, there is some over-exaggeration. Like, the 60, 60 seconds didn't take 60 seconds. It actually took way less. <laughs> um, dude did get kicked in his back and was paralyzed, but overall, man, like that is my number one jam of all time, next to Grease, because I watched a lot of Grease. I like straight up, man. Like wow. I, I rented that damn thing back to back like four or five times. Like I watched Grease that much, but Dragon, Dragon is my number one of all time. Not a fan of Grease. I don't know why. I think it's so inappropriate. I don't even know what the hell I was watching. I just I think I guess I like the musicals behind it. Um like like I watch watch it now and I'm like, wow, this is gross. How was I allowed or any kid allowed to watch this? Um, all high school stuff. And and then like but I watch Saturday Night Fever, the adult version of Grease, like all the time. I'm like Bee Gees, hooray, and like would do the dance. <laughs> that movie is again like the dark seedy side of Grease. It's Danny Zuko growing up to be the the dude from New York, like it's it's so crazy. That's awesome. And sad and scary. But I watched I watched a lot of that. Dude, Posse is twenty five years old. Uh, uh, kind of another movie like the wacky comedies. I loved wacky ass comedies. Mel Brooks, a personal hero of mine, but also I was a huge SNL fan growing up. Loved. The- Watching the reruns on Comedy Central back in the early 90s when they would play that and Whose Line Is It Anyways over and over and over again. And later on, they would play Coneheads um, as well as Robin Hood Men in Tights. Uh, and uh, I'm, I'm just going to throw it in here. Hot Shots Part Duh. Hot Shots, one of my all-time favorite spoof movies. Definitely the Zucker Brothers at their finest. The second one, eh, but still has some pretty good bits, especially when Charlie Sheen <clears throat> uses that chicken as an arrow through uh, through that Saudi uh, or through the Iraqi soldier's chest. One of the, um, the funnier moments. Coneheads being hilarious. And, of course, a, Dave, a young Dave Chappelle in a Mel Brooks movie in Robin Hood Men in Tights. I forgot two, about that. A two. Where? Totally forgot about so that. Many good, so many good bits. My question is, didn't you announce last week that they're making a new Hot Shots? Uh, no, but I wish I didn't. That sounds um, I, from what I hear, they're they're not remaking it, but they're adding or like a, you know another installment. But I got sworn you announced that. Man, I I would love that. I mean, don't get me wrong, that would be awesome. But uh, I don't know if Charlie Sheen would be in the good graces to to do that movie. Um, I am Google searching it it's now. It's some funny stuff. It is some really good stuff. Um, coming in at number two, a movie uh, that meant a lot because I bought into the hype. I bought the action figures, the play sets. Or I should say my mom bought the action figures, the play sets, the lunch boxes, the shirts, the games, the soundtrack. I was hyped to see Schwarzenegger in a movie I could actually go see alone and not sneak into. Uh, Last Action Hero, 
but I remember leaving quite angry. Uh, but I had to see it a few times because I had I had a few friends, and you know, instead of playing outside, I was like, "Hey, let's go to a movie." Um, and uh, yeah, I I do not like this movie to this day. Yes, uh, as I got older, I, I kind of get the silliness. Uh, but damn, this this movie, Danny, one of the most annoying characters ever. Uh, but Jack Slater is, you know, iconic. But again, kind of hamming it up as as Schwarzenegger always does. But uh, last action hero, uh, definitely uh, a, a remembrance twenty five years ago. But of course, number one, Jurassic Park. Hold on to your butt. Uh, I remember opening weekend going with a lot of people, aunts, cousins, you know, what have you, to go check this film out. Um, it was packed. It was scary. It was fun. It was hilarious. It was just mesmerizing what Spielberg did, bringing dinosaurs to life. And, uh, yeah, Jurassic Park, for sure, my top movie of 1993, but along with The Fugitive, uh, which I saw the shit ton of that movie now. Really? Did you always want to, like, that movie. die from a drainage pipe? Give me back my son. No, uh, sorry, that was a different movie. Uh, no, but oh, uh, I did, actually. Yeah, that part was so awesome and so brilliantly satire. Not satire, but it was, you know, kind of paid homage to by The Simpsons, where Middle House kind of jumps out of the uh, the sewer drain as well. Yeah, I didn't kill my wife. I don't care. And then he jumps. <laughs> that's uh he's definitely living vicariously through Mario's fantasy life, that's for sure. <laughs> do, 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 do. Speaking of, what about E three uh that new Smash Bros? Which pretty much has had the same characters. Find out after this. <laughs> You always give me Kyle's a like. Gonna the, talk uh, to me. Huh? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go I was going to say, Kyle's going to talk to me three. Talk some Spider-Man. Is he, is he going to go to PS4? We're going to find out as well as the Kyle's musical mantra. Um, did you listen to Kid Cudi and Kanye? I did, and I can't stop. Kyle, help me find out. Most people would consider this. Illegal. 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 What was mere vision suddenly became a reality. When you put a bunch of entities together and you bundle into one giant conglomerate, baby, you get strong foul media. My name is Ryan Cook. I'm the chairman of our company, and I'm here to tell you that each and every week, Sunday through Thursday night, we give you the best in radio. For boxing needs, standing eight count radio. For pro wrestling, we got WrestleCast. We got your sports knowledge covered with SportsCast. You like movies? The pop cultures are where it's at. And for all your local hip-hop, Soda Sound Radio. Make sure to subscribe, like, comment, rate, share, follow everything you got. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio TuneIn, and more. We are Strong Style. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. Just respect my conglomerate. You won't see these folks at the post office. They have businesses to run. They have passions to pursue. 
How do they avoid trips to the post office? Stamps.com. Mail letters. Ship packages. All the services of the post office right on your computer. Get a four-week trial, including postage and a digital scale. Go to Stamps.com today. Hey, Alex Mello here, host of The Pop Culturist on the Strong Sound Media Network, inviting you to join myself alongside Half Pint's Kyle Adams as we discuss all the latest news and reviews in movies, music, and television. Check us out every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time here on blogtalkradio.com. Also, you can check out the Pop Culturist archives on Blog Talk Radio, search bar, Strong Style Media, as well as on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Google Play to hear all the eclectic offerings here at Strong Style Media. We are conglomerates. What are we looking at here? Lists all over this safety thing. Third-party background checks for drivers. 24-7 trust and safety team. Critical response line. All right, lists, you can play at this game. What if we had a safe word? What about boba? No. What if you actually wanted boba? It's got to be more exotic. What's your wife's name? Oh, Barbara? Safe words, Barbara. <laughs> I like that. Okay. Hey, everybody. Uh, Kyle, I find Adams here. Uh, Pop Cultures. I have no idea what's going on with this damn song, so I'm going <laughs> to... Re-upload it really quickly, but this is Kid See Ghost, um, which is off of Kanye and Kid Cudi's new album collaboration here. Uh, so we'll play and we'll be back. Down the chimney he will come with his great big smile, and you'll find that even the kiddies are swinging in a later style. Oh, what is Santa bringing? Oh, I'm bringing you it feels so good, it should cost Brought an alligator, I ain't talking Lacoste Made me say, uh, like a mix of Master P and Rick Ross uh-uh. She seemed to make me always feel like a boss uh-uh. She said I'm in the wrong hole, I said I'm lost uh-uh. She said I'm going too fast, I'm exhausted Now drop to your knees for the offering This is theme song Something wrong, might need an intervention for this new dimension. That's too new dimension, won't fit in a sentence. If I get locked up, I won't finish the Watch you surf at the coast and I'm spinning I got plenty of adventures for the evening We go journey, we all Find the light to guide us home, we in the moment uh-uh. Such a lost boy, caught up in the darkest I had What's the cause, boy, losing everything that I had Sleeping on me, boy, unless you got something to tell Sitting, waiting for me, sipping, yeah, I see you in hell I was really happy for this duo, by the way For Kid Cudi and Kanye West to release an album Kinda finally put their bitter differences aside Agreed, agreed. Of, of Kid Cudi wanting to grow and be a better person, and Kanye uh, trying to find himself still in that process. But nonetheless, 
Kidsy Ghosts, unreleased under Good Music and Wickedly Awesome, which is K. Cuddy's record label. Mm-hmm. It's another fucking EP, though. It is. It's the year of the EP. I like it. Kanye, I... you know, dropping seven and seven. Technically, I mean, couldn't you combine both albums, Yay and Kid Sees Ghost? Maybe Yay Sees Ghost? You could. But now, like, since Kanye dropped Yay and then Ghost, Kid Sees Ghost, like, almost a week or two later, you're diluting yep. yourself. Um, I, I, yeah, but just, I mean, not as much as, like, a Drake would do when he would drop, like, four singles. Yes, I get it, four songs. 21 if you count Daytona. Um, you know, <laughs> which I would say you would, because that's definitely his label. This is kind yeah. of like Cruel Summer, where this is essentially a, a good music Ooh. type of, you know, type of feel. Except you that get 21 tracks, and, you know, this essentially this follow-up. This is the Kanye we need. Ye was, you know, him opening up. It was the vulnerable side of Mr. West here. Um, but still, you know, again, after a few listens, you know, the lyrics are there. The, the, the beats are there. It wasn't the two shitty songs he released a month prior, the one with T.I. and that shippity-boppity-boop shit. But with, with these two, with Ye, and of course, with Kid Sees Ghost, like like the Kanye we get on that album, it's tremendous. Mm-hmm. We get that swagger. Like Kanye is just there, <laughs> and the, and the opening song um, is is great too, just due to the fact that like Pusha just kills it just with that first verse. You're just like, wait, what? And then again, yeah. you think Daytona came out. Wait, what? <laughs> so so Kanye's okay in the music realm, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, you know, yeah. Ye is definitely a different taste, but what do you expect from Kanye? He changes <laughs> from time to time. Again, this is his personal album here where again Kitsy's Ghost is kind of, you know, a, a, a quotation on their relationship and them just separate as people. You know, yeah. and they don't crest reference reference each other, you know, they don't go back and forth, you know, kinda of like watch the thrones. It's their each different story on each song, which I appreciate quite a bit. I, I, That's a really I good like point this too. album a lot. I really, yeah. really like this album. <clears throat> I had no problem with it. I'm just not a fan of EPs and that's just my personal preference. All in mm-hmm. all, like I listen to your music and I, I rate EPs under pass or fail. I can't rate them like out of out of five bases because like there's not enough tracks for me to call it um as i mentioned like we come from the land of where if you didn't put out a 17 or 16 to to 20 track cd like what's the point and so um now with people releasing eps i feel like it's lowering the tension span um what's the difference uh, than singles like a year before the album comes out and you know they release sometimes four singles and then they yeah, drop and, the album, and then it's more singles. And you get that, and that's fine, but there's still those those tracks that didn't get released that are on the album that are just gold. And I feel like you don't get that mystery anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you may get it with EPs because you get seven, but that's seven tracks, and that's it. Like, I, I need something longer, personally, um, just because I'm used to those 16 to 20 track CDs. G-Unit, Ludacris. Jay-Z, like all of them released like 16 to 18 tracks. And um, I <clears throat> I rate those on a five, but EPs, I just give it pass or fails. Um, 
And it, it definitely got a pass. Um, it's one of the doper out of the EPs good music, out there. Out of the three good musics, I mean, have they all been passes, any fails, or what are your thoughts kind of on, on all of them? Nah, the only album I did not like this year so far was Aesop Rocks, Rocky's uh, Testing. I, I couldn't get behind it. Like, there's some um, tracks I like, but not there's some of them fashion, just like... Huh? No, and I, I like Aesop Rocky. You know, I like the whole Aesop mob, you know, Ferg obviously being the top. But, like, mm-hmm. Aesop Rocky, I, I I like that guy. And uh, the last few albums he came out with, along with ASAP and everything else, like, dope. But then Testing came out, and I'm just like... I don't know where you're going with this. Uh, so that's yeah. the only thing I didn't like. Um, there's some I'm EPs where I'm just... Album. Yeah. And I feel like some EPs, when they're released, like... There's some that pass, I can say. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's not... Uh, it's barely passing. Like, it's on the borderline. Um, and... I came across a few of those, but I feel like uh, the best ones I've heard so far was Two Chains' is, um, uh, Pretty Girls Like Trap, I think it's called. No, not Pretty Girls Like Trap, because that's an album, but there's one where it looks like Beetlejuice on the front cover, <laughs> like his jacket. I like that one. Ooh, I like... Titty uh, Boy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boy. Which, thank God he changed his name, because I don't think he's yeah. far off of Titty Boy. No. It's a dope name. I don't think you can get far off. The play don't care who makes it. Is that the one? Yep. Yes. And it's a weird like. Yeah, it is like hell? Beetlejuice, kind of the uh, the pinstripes there. Yeah, I feel like our neighbor's cat got out, and I'm trying to ignore it. Whoa. <laughs> trying to my... ignore it. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> like. Like our our right, our hallway secure, so like if the cat's meowing on our door, like they can just open it up and mm-hmm. like come down. The cat will just come downstairs. So like I just like go away. Maybe if you don't answer. Do you answer think it, I'm just... wrong? Do you think I'm wrong not giving two chains a chance because I just think of him as Titty Boy? And I I liked him. You know yeah. the, he had the the gimmick with Atlanta. What what was that duo? Not Dirty Money. It was Diddy. Um, where they had the duffel bag boy. He was in that group, and then he became Lily? Two Chains. Well, he was the the guest on that. Mm. I remember Two Chains being on that duffel bag. Like I thought that was a whole different thing. If Play I remember correctly, Play a Circle. Oh, okay, okay, you, that was okay. him. Yeah, right. Once you said that, I remember. But um, because I feel like Two Chains, and. I can even throw maybe Donald Glover out there too, but like, and even Tech Nine, I feel like maybe Royce as well. Royce to Five Nine. All of those rappers have something in common, and that's just to have fun. Like when you hear Two Chains rhyme, it's just to have fun. Like it's it's not trying to be the best. He just he has fun with it, and you respect that because it's something different. Um, he doesn't talk about killing nobody. Just talks about getting money and, and chilling. And that's, I like that. So, yeah, I, I think you should give two chains a listen. Okay. I'm, I, I definitely will. What, what kind of caused this, too, is I gained respect for him when, when he toured after he, he hurt himself. I don't know if he broke his leg or, or whatnot, but he, like, toured in a wheelchair. Like, he did a oh, whole yeah. set 
Like they changed the whole show. Like I was really bummed. I was like, like I thought about going. I was like that'll be interesting as hell. Definitely a once in a lifetime thing. <laughs> um, but I think that that's so red. Like just he's like I'm not gonna. You know, people want to come see me. Like I, yeah. I I respect that to the T. You know, he is a veteran. I mean, he's got to be in his forties. He's been around for at least you know three decades by now. You know, kind of in the Atlanta movement for sure. So. You know, it's it's interesting. I, I just, I don't know why I've never have, but, I mean, this guy's also released, like, a Game of Thrones, you know, anthology, if you will. He's released, like, what, five, six albums? <laughs> so, yep. you know, I got a lot of catching up to do. Maybe I'll start <laughs> on the Apple Essentials. He's uh, 40 years old. September 12th. This is his birthday. It's crazy. 1977. So he'll be 41 um, in September. Gucci Man's 38. Future is 34, and Little Wayne is 35. Wow, Future's that old, huh? Mm-hmm. He looks Which old. I, I didn't know he was uh, younger than, or older than Wayne, but nonetheless. Um, yeah, based on a true story is good. Pretty Girls Like Trap is good. I didn't listen to Collie Grove all that much, to be honest with you, but there's a lot of 2 chains where I'm like, all right, this dude's dope. Um, nice. Yeah. Give him a listen. Trap of Valley. That's cool. <laughs> um, <coughs> When's that yeah, Nas uh, dropping? Is Kanye dra- dropping an album this week, do you know? Nas is supposed to be in, on Friday. Um, yeah, June 15th is oh, the release day from what I hear. Um, That's dope. Which I should come up with a Upcoming albums. Um, by the way, I have a, a fun idea for you. Being that I can't pick the 2004 brackets, next week we're going to do like a 32-man bracket, and you're just going to lower it to 16. And okay. um, because, like I said, there was like 32 to 36 albums in 2004. So I'm just going to list them all. You personally are going to choose between the two, lower it down to 16, and that will be not tomorrow's, but next week's 2004 bracket. Oh, my gosh. I'm honored, and I cannot wait. (laughs) I am excited to uh, produce all these albums to you. Um, Please, please listen up, because it is a lot to go over, but I just don't want you to make the wrong mistake, because I I can't handle it. (laughs) 2003... (laughs) I managed to get some albums together, but 2004 I can't handle it. And I feel like that could be a whole little, a whole little episode within itself. Just 2004. Um, yeah. But yeah, next week um, we're off air. But for those who are uh, listening to the uh, recast of the show, um, on please I, on iHeartRadio, Stitcher, iTunes. Yeah. yeah. Do, do your prep. Do your prep. Two thousand. Why did I say it like that? 2004. Uh, hip-hop albums, rap albums, uh, and call in 347-857-1060 next week or give us a like on Facebook, The Pop Culturist, um, or Strong Style Media. You know, check us out there at strongstylemedia.com as well. Mm. Thank you so much. That was nice. Yeah. Which iHeartRadio is the cool thing. Now we're just waiting on Spotify. Spotify, if you're listening, we're not bad people. We don't bite. Wow. Not even the intern. We're, cool. we're chill. Or peanut. Yeah, peanut. I mean, if you don't want peanut, we can get rid of peanut. It's fine, but but he's cool. <laughs> but you know, like, I like put us on the air. We're good people. He's the muscle. Peanut's the muscle. 
Peanut is the muscle. Peanut would catch these hands though. (laughs) 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 Um, Listen to um, Alex's uh, uh, arch enemy, Tay Scott, for yesterday's uh, or last week's Soda Sound Takeover. It was the second episode. Um, Yeah. Really nice guy, really talented. Yeah, which it's it's a really fun like thing. Like I figured, like interviewing artists would take forever, like on a two-hour time crunch. But Mm-mm. it's it's really easy, and you find a lot to talk about. Tank, did you talk about mm-hmm. how to fix the world? Um, I mentioned that uh, if you have a uh, Chicago area code, you better be from Chicago, or else Alex right. will call you out on that shit. Oh, it's that guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! This uh, moment in uh, in unpopular media history, if not the most infamous. That was the hardest thing next to Demetrius is get it. You snapping on him? He got a Chicago area code. This motherfucker ain't from Chicago. I'm like, yes, do it. And Ryan's like cringing, and I'm just like getting crunk. Like, bring it. We need drama. <laughs> So I liked it. I thought it was tight. Of course, all all love to to Mr. Scott there. Wow, Michael B. Jordan's in Prius commercials. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, I think they're trying to do a play off of Atlanta. No, I'm kidding. Um, God, remember that in Atlanta when they had that same car commercial, but it like was the same story. Like he just kept progressing as time went on. <laughs> yes. Oh man, and I can remember. I think it was a. I can't remember what type of car it was, but the fact that they they kept doing that was great. Um, yeah, does that do anything? Are you gonna go buy a Prius now? Because Killmonger's no, on there. No, God no. Mm. What if he but wanted hey, you to you know, if, buy if you a, get Prius. To get a Prius? Why not? Uh, you know and, what? I will not be buying because I get it on subscription. They released the track list, Kyle, for Nas's album. Uh, seven songs, of course, to kind of continue the the good music uh, summer. Domination, uh, everything, bonjour, not for uh, not for radio. Adam and Eve, simple things, cops, and I can explain. I don't know how this is gonna go, but it's gonna be interesting. Kanye producing a Nas album. Wow, which I'm excited for. Um, I wish Nas was actually part of Good Music, but however, nonetheless, with him working with Nas, I think it'll be great. Um, excited. It's been a while since I heard Nas, so like him coming back and doing this. Um, uprocks.com actually mentioned that Nas is taking a gamble with Kanye producing his album. <laughs> They're wondering if the risk is better than the reward. Um, I don't even see how it's a, how it's a gamble to be honest, because yeah, we just saw Kanye release two good EPs, and um, Nas is going to be no different because. Well, he's producing, but obviously, I don't know if he's featured in any. He should be. I think Nas needs Kanye more than Kanye needs Nas, if that makes sense. Like, Nas uh, hasn't released yeah. an album, it seems like, in forever. And that's not disparaging Nas or his legendary status. But at this point, not saying that, you know, he's clamoring on the Kanye. Like you said, it's kind of a gamble, you know, says his camp. But I think just Kanye produces Nas' album that's better than Nas releases new album. 
Mm-hmm. Like that headline just great. You're like, whoa, how is this hybrid going to come along here? What samples are going to be used? Is it going to be original beats? Is it going to be freestyle mode? Like what's going to happen? So I think just curiosity of, of these two heavyweights of past, present, you know, and who knows future of hip hop. I, I think this is uh, definitely a nice generational type of uh, type of album. At least that's what I I agree. Um, I think it, it adds more interest with saying that Kanye's backing the album. Because we all know Kanye still got beats. Granted, you don't like Lift Yourself. I don't either. I probably listen to like just the, instru- the instrumental before he starts speaking. Then I cut it off. So like, but that <laughs> that instrumental alone just has me like humming it to myself or like constantly replaying it. So like, yeah. you know, Kanye still got it with the beats. Um, I'm sure Nas still got it with the rhymes. Um, oh, yeah. And so, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I can't wait. I mean, we already heard it on We Major. I mean, they've already collaborated on that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure he's been on some Nas albums. I'm pretty mm-hmm. damn sure. So, I mean, it's we know it's there. We Major is like in my top 10 Kanye songs out of like a kajillion. <laughs> But that yes. seriously is like one of my go-tos. A trippy red arrested for assault and battery. Hitting a woman with a gun over the head. Thoughts? And who the hell is <laughs> trippy red? Trippy red is the guy that said, oh, maybe that might be a little peep. A little, little something. But I got to trippy red. Uh, trippy red? Never mind. I got to look who trippy red is. Uh, but anyway. Um, Double XL it, freshman. One of, the, one yeah. of those. I didn't know they still I stopped following that. that for years, honestly. <laughs> so Trippy Red, people. I never heard of. I look at the 2018; it's all white people on Double XL. Kyle, what's happening? Wait, what on Double XL? You see, it's white people. Yeah. Wow. I saw. You know what? And like one of the uh, B96 and guys people, who are just too high, so their eyes are lowered, yeah. so it looks like they're hard. Like yeah, they're, they're just high people. Really dumb. They, they can't throw a punch. It's really dumb. They got tattoos all over their face now. Like, I'm not liking these trends. Um, I remember a meme where they like had drew on a dude's face, and it was like pranks in '98. Yeah. And then they had that same picture, and it was like rappers in 2018. I think somebody yes. posted on the group chat, but it's like no different. You know what I mean? Um, and Trippy Red, I, I can't get behind this guy. He looks like a female. But like is a male? There's um, one guy rocking a Gucci hoodie. And everyone else just looks the same. Yeah, I'm cool on him. I don't care. Good good for him, I guess. Um But the Triple XL freshman they, the slump god. Yeah, he used to roll with um that one dude that went crazy, XXX Tenacion. Um but then he was like, That dude's crazy, so like he stopped hanging out with him. <laughs> There's someone called Smoke Perp and yep. Wi-Fi's Funeral? I didn't know about the funeral thing. That sounds horrible. But Smoke Perp, yeah, he's getting kind of buzz. Um, he is familiar. with that name. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of a cool name. Dude kind of looks like... Don. What? That's kind of Why a cool does everybody got to have a fucking face tattoo, man? I don't know. Don't they realize when the bubble bursts and they're just performing at in front of ten people that they have to only cook at a fast food restaurant because they won't mm. be able to do anything else. 
The sad part no. is, is they're getting like a lot of money right now. That's the that's the shitty part of all this. And they're not talented. Nope. It's all these people, you know, doing what we were talking about earlier, listening to this shit. That's why society's going down, Kyle. Everybody got a face tattoo. I mean, his is a star below his eye, but why does everybody got a face tattoo? Why can't people just chill out? Be normal. Good lord. But anyway, I don't follow him. Um, I mentioned that B96, I can't remember the reporter now, but she mentioned that Triple XL freshman class gets no love from her because there's not enough females on the roster. They do like one or two from time to time, but she felt like it should be more going off of the female momentum that was mentioned earlier. Um, I agree. I feel like there's not enough female rappers out there, and there's tons that are good. Um, Rhapsody just got her big break after, like, what, 14, 15 years of of being with Ninth Wonder in them. So, like, I feel like female artists do deserve the spotlight. There's a lot of them that are talented. Um, even Can you name a couple here, from uh, Twin Cities? Oh, now I'm drawing blanks. But Finesse B... Or Banks, but Finesse um, is a really good one. Um, <coughs> oh, I'm drawing all these blanks because there was like four of them I could have just told you off the top of my head. And like, I remember their names or not names, but faces. Oh, shit. You're just going to have to get back to me next week. <laughs> <laughs> I can't think. However, um, I know there's a track called Run It Up. And I see, and if I look it up, I could probably remember it. But I thought that was pretty cool. Um, I don't remember. It's going to bother me now. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like females deserve. (laughs) As contradicting as that now sounds, um, deserve to spotlight more, and maybe I wouldn't make a fool of myself if they had more attention. So maybe that proves a point. Double entendre on the same same thing. Um, Talked about uh, the album a little bit. Jamie Foxx slapping people in the face with his penis. Um, Come on, it's it's so crazy. Uh, what do you think of Nicki Minaj uh, being called Nicki Hendrix and also not making a tour stop in Minneapolis? What are your thoughts? Are you bummed you're not going to see Chun Li? No, um, I do like her new single, but I whatever. Um, I, whoa, that shouldn't have fell. Whoa. Um, also, don't forget to celebrate the six-year anniversary, uh, 1999, being released on these streaming services for the first time. Go really? check out the Joey Badass mixtape. Oh, yeah. Tight. I didn't know that. Oh, God. My um, headset cord is stuck underneath my office chair. And Whoa. Like... <laughs> Whoa. And what the hell is going on? I think I got it. Hang on. Jesus Christ. Now it's stuck in a wheel and my equipment almost fell over. Good Lord. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Wow, Black Um, Thought breaks down Jurassic World. Recap, Raph. I gotta watch that later. Jurassic World? Wait. That's awesome. What was it? Was it Jimmy 
or Jimmy Fallon that had Samuel Jackson like reenact his entire movie career? <laughs> I hope so. Or James Corden, he usually gets people to do that. Really? Okay, because I have seen like a YouTube clip. Sorry, I'm just getting myself like resituated here, like as I almost like died on air. Um, Man, that would have sucked. <laughs> <laughs> That would have been so awkward. Man. Uh, yeah, it is James Corden. Um, which... <laughs> I gotta watch that. It's 11 minutes. I think it's really interesting. Um, I don't know. Like, other than that, like, be looking out for next week with the uh, bracket. I'm really excited to do that. I hope it takes um, primetime air on yeah, the show. and not the show. Not the... Uh, <laughs> Not the overcast. <laughs> no, we're gonna we're gonna make that shit official. Not only are we are we gonna talk Incredibles, we're gonna start the show breaking down 2004 in hip hop. I cannot wait. Um, also, you know what was pretty awesome? We'll, we'll end the show here with this little awesome story. Uh, Chance the Rapper was uh, in Chicago, and they had kind of a um, you know kind of a uh, not a talent show per se, but like an open mic event there um, over at the Herald of Washington Library, which I have been to many, 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 many times. And he brought out Childish Gambino, Donald Glover, coming out, surprising uh, some some graduates there, some school kids there, uh, high schoolers, and they uh, performed uh, This Is America. Everybody, of course, went wild. Would you think that would be a dope duo, and could they overtake the top five duos in the game right now? Um, on the couple of the songs that they've they've collaborated collaborated on uh, a couple times with Gambino's albums and a few on 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 uh, Chance's mixtapes, um, I think it it'll be fine. Um, I, they they might have to do soulful. They could do either. I think it'll be fine. It'll be an interesting hybrid. Ooh, remember when Chance was the uh, was the forefronter or foreman? I guess like the, you know up front for acid rap. Like True. so, like yeah. I wouldn't mind that, and a childish Gambino doing the same thing because I think he has it in him. Like, so like, yeah, I book it, book it. I'm wondering where it would rank. Like J Cole and Kendrick is number one for me. I feel like I feel like Eminem Royce is two. Over J <laughs> J and Kanye. Yeah, I feel like Watch the Throne probably comes like four or five to be honest. Wow. So that'd be dope. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see a mixtape with them too. I'd love to see Black Friday. And well, rumors yeah. is there was an album that they have done together. It hasn't been released. Which screw them guys for holding out on us. Where's <laughs> Martin Shrekley or Shrekley Shrekley when you need him? Go buy some uh, more in unreleased. Jail. He's, he's oh, in jail. Yeah, that's or right. Prison. Sorry, prison. Is he in prison? I thought that he just had to relinquish all of his stuff. I didn't know he actually went in. Well, he should be. Wow. Is he, like, shanked? <laughs> like, because that's... Well, no, it's not. But do you think that, like, hijack, like jacking up, like, the price for aid pills is, like, an unforgivable thing? And yeah, that's, like, something you that. should just get shanked in prison for, like, every day of your life? Um... I don't know about shank and maybe mercifully beaten. I I, I don't know. That's I don't know about murder, but yeah, he should be pummeled. 
Well, no, not murdered, but I feel like he should just wake up and somebody should just stab him in his big toe or something. You know what I mean? Or like, kind of do the know. quick three, the three jabs. <laughs> yeah, pat, pat, pat to like the shin or something. Like, you know, like the stuff shin. where he'll live. No, no, you're going ribs or not ribs. <laughs> no, you're not going to go for the shin. Wait, Tony Norris kind of going after him? Maybe. Is he all of a sudden in prison? Yes. Shank his calf muscle. Bah. Give him quick three Shank. ones. Hornswine? Well, like, that'll be interesting. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> I it deserve, Whoever raised EpiPen prices, that guy deserves to go to jail. He does. Special place for that guy. Anyone that makes medicine, whole healthcare industry, eat, eat ass. Go, go the whole trick daddy route. Eat some ass. Mm-hmm. But don't enjoy mm-hmm. the pink eye. Yep, and uh, watch out for Thrush. The show. I don't know how else we can end the show. I don't know how else we can end. Preview uh, Strong Style, uh, not Strong Style, uh, Soda Sound Radio, uh, 2003. <laughs> That's right. Um, who? Well, obviously 50. 50 Cent is the uh, forefront of uh, this year's class. Um, I don't have a list in front of me. One second, one second. Yeah, Diplomats. Um... Well, you know what? You guys are just gonna have to listen to tomorrow. <laughs> I was I was just about to say that. I love it. My phone just died, so <clears throat> yeah. Listen, uh, check listen out. tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, listen tomorrow. Ten ten p.m. Central Standard Time. Yes. Uh, me and Chill Will doing the one two thing. Um, if not, it will be just me. But as y'all know, I'm always entertaining. Um, so I, I might don't be him. afraid. Yeah, I, we need it, man. Cause these coin flips can't can't keep man. Cause yeah, we've lost a couple of good ones to some if, coin if flips. If I'm not if I'm not being too scared by the emphasis of uh, the family and and the hereditary genes tomorrow nights, I I will definitely try to call in. Fact. I just proclaim get get Richard I try and probably the the best. Not only commercially, but from from beginning to to end, you're like wow, that's a listenable album. Yeah, and that's what Will said, and it's kind of, like, biased. He was just like, bruh, you did not turn off a single track on, on Get Rich or Die Trying. And I'm like, yeah, but there's other albums? And he's like, no, there ain't. But So, like, actually, I, I feel like, like I we, we know. Before, though, for quality, uh, that's tough. I, I think if you split, I would say Speaker Box, like, lyrically, um, could possibly be that album or possibly mm-hmm. the blackout. There's a lot of really good albums in this year. Even the mm-hmm. G unit album might, oh, that's tough. That's really tough. I don't know. Find out tomorrow. Yeah. Right here. Same back time box, if or channel. Not, if that's not in the top three though, I'm going to kick someone's ass. I'm not going <laughs> to. It got to make final four, right? Over to Love Below. Like the Love Below is good. Love Below is great, but Speaker Box, Big Boy, I mean, he just cements it. You're just like, damn. Yeah, Big true boy. with that, with Black that Madden cut. Minus Change Clothes, Minus Change Clothes, fantastic fucking album. So personable. Uh, a good way, you know, they kind of ended out that, that time. He Ric Flair, the whole retirement thing. But, hey, I'm fine with that. We got lots of He throws. did. He, he did it well, I feel like. I mean, everybody knew he was coming back, clearly. But um, for him to say, you know, I'm done, goodbye. Like, it was like, all right, good so-and-so. Like, he had his mom on the track. 
Ninth Wonder made yeah. his mainstream debut with Threats. Um, all in all, it's a good album. Find out tomorrow. Soda Sound Radio, blogtalkradio.com forward slash strong style media. Also check out strongstylemedia.com, fmlsolutionsinc.com for all your deer stand needs. Don't forget to like them on Facebook as well, uh, FML Solutions Inc., um, as well as give some love to the pop culturists on Facebook. Um, as well as Strong Style Media, Russell Cast Radio, Monday night, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time, where we uh, discuss New Japan now, possibly Lucha Underground. Uh, Money in the Bank's finally here after it seems like eternity from the abysmal backlash uh, last month. So uh, maybe this will save the day, maybe, maybe not. Uh, find nah. out Monday night. Also check out uh, StrongStyleMedia.com. Go get some merch, some great shirts. Hopefully we'll get some pop culturist gear, some Strong Style Media as well. Uh, for Kyle Halfpine Adams, it is I, Alex Mello, wishing you a happy Incredibles weekend, a happy Jurassic Park week, and uh, Incredibles, baby. We'll see you next week. Peace. Peace.